0: Thank you.
1: Did you like my little Klaus Schwab there in the intro? Like it, yeah. you like that? In his, in his Intergalactic Federation uniform. <laughs> yeah, <I> did. <laughs> <laughs> right, hello, <laughs> <laughs> right, hello. <laughs> willkommen, bienvenue, konnichiwa. Ni hao, jambo. Marhaba. Bonjour. Bonjour. It's time for the Armist Inquisition yet again, episode 192, on Sunday the 25th twenty fifth of July. I'm Armish Phil. I'm Armish Ben. I'm Armish Matt.
2: The Jewel, the Cripple, and the Mother of
1: Madness. And uh, we've got Jack Allen here from Conspiracy, or just a coincidence. How are we doing, Jack?
3: I'm doing awesome, guys. Thanks, sir. That was a great intro, dude. At first, I was like, geez, I just got transported back in time, that damn sound.
1: (laughs) Oh, the old
3: uh, dial-up modem. Yeah,
1: the old (laughs) dial-up. Do you remember it well? Do you mind me asking how old you are, Jack?
3: Oh yeah, I'm I'm third, about to be 31. So I remember oh, the
1: a young pup, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a baby. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, dude. So you remember the old 50 56k?
3: Yes, dude. I remember what it was like huge when people got that DSL or whatever they, you know, and it was like broadband came out and we didn't have it. Yeah. They made it like you know huge difference.
1: Absolutely yeah. I mean I I mean we're sort of of this generation that it's going to remember life before the internet. It's yeah. quite bizarre really.
4: Mm. I remember having a phone mm. card that you could use in a in a, a green phone booth before mobiles and things like that. Crazy. Yeah. And charge it up.
1: I think I think Jack it's going to be the historians are going to have a field day with this uh, this point in history and and the internet and the dawning of the Information superhighway, as it used to be called, <laughs> mm. uh, is is going to be something that goes down as um, a seminal moment. I would say in our
3: development. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. There's so. I mean, there's so many good things that come with it. And then I can't. I think the jury's still out if it's a positive, positive thing or not.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I've often thought about social media and. I think it's pretty hard to argue these days that social media is a net benefit. Mm. Um, There's all sorts of issues that go along with it. I think it maybe started off that way. MySpace
4: was good, wasn't it? I remember you could could put your tracks out there if you were in a a crappy band and people would be... Yeah, but what happened to
1: it? It's gone. (laughs) Well, I know. It's gone. But I remember when Facebook first started and you would add your extended family... Your close yeah. family, your extended family uh your close friends, and then you might add people who you knew from high school who you'd lost touch with, that sort of thing, maybe work colleagues but now it's 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 different, isn't it It's about collecting friends, especially Twitter, collecting mm. followers mm. and this is a completely yeah, different it's a completely different dynamic, isn't it especially with S- selling. twitter
4: selling to people now isn't it' it's advertising and trying to get your product in front of as many eyes as possible like everything else it's just been infected with that
1: yeah there's an old maxim in marketing isn't there if it's free you're the product yes yeah, absolutely nice and uh, that yeah. definitely applies or your data is the product it would seem mm. with most of these companies mm. are you yeah. um, I, I i'm sort of like a reluctant user of of social media how do you feel about it are you quite
3: yeah, I'm only on Twitter. My fiance runs my face. you know. I have, like, no desire to – I don't know, dude, but, yeah. I So I use it, but I realize – I mean, like, my mom's a, that classic boomer. You know, she loves Facebook. Always on Facebook, you know, and, like, you can just see how – I don't know, just how it's dominate. And it just it, – I even feel bad for, like, the younger generations because they – like promiscuity and all this stuff. It's just introduced younger and younger and more and more pressure to look a, a fake way and, you know, all these things like that.
1: Oh, yeah, that's the sort of virtual signaling um, component, isn't it? And people mm-hmm. people look at how people present themselves on social media and assume that this is some sort of bearing in reality, whereas the way people present themselves is, is is usually false, isn't it, on social media? Mm. People only post the good news generally or or they post the you know the selfies of them at their best. Mm. It gives people um a false expectation, is that the right word? Yeah.
5: Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I don't know. I think there has been a, a a bit more of a movement towards um people posting kind of stuff You know the Insta kind of pictures, and then uh, the the real life ones, and they do it side by side now and stuff. A little bit more, but again, that's kind of still it's a virtue. Yeah, that's what I'm just about to say. So it is. is, It's like they do it because it's on trend to to do that, and it's seen as like a
4: a a cool thing to do, isn't it? You get people who post when things are going terribly as well. Yeah, that's the opposite.
1: End of the spectrum. Gathering, yeah. My life can't be any worse. That's 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 a craving for. That's a different psychological need that people are trying to fulfill, isn't it?
4: What's up, hun?
1: (laughs) Are you okay, hun? Uh, Well, yeah.
4: They're fishing for sympathy,
5: aren't they? Rather than compliments. Yeah.
4: To a degree. Same Same side of the coin. Uh, Different side of the same coin, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: I think it's, it's... I mean, the other thing as well is it, I think a lot of people are lonely. But, you know, if, yeah. you, put, if you put your phone down... It's what Tinder's for. ...and go out... Well, so exactly, yeah. And go out, you would probably meet someone that you could be friends with. I don't know. Do you think that the, the sort of...
1: the instant gratification paradigm we're in uh, sort of catalyzed with social media means, Jack, that we're having less... Meaningful relationships with each other.
3: Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's insane. That it's just another control, awesome control mechanism. I think you know it's just going to continue to. I I, it's like scary to see what social media will be or what we'll be in like fifteen years from now. Like I can't even. Everything will be online. There is no, you know, that's how you get your, you you know the jokes. You live in the pod, all those things. But (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I would not. I would not like to predict the way things are going. Mm. In fact, this reminds me of it. Uh, we got sent a, a news story right on this topic, which I think you'll be interested to know about. This is uh, it's a company called VRE and uh, VR. This is the title VRE to launch corporate metaverse in 2022. So VR Education Holdings PLC a virtual reality technology company is pleased to announce the planned development of a new, fully featured corporate metaverse. The metaverse is the next evolution of the group's proprietary VR software platform, Engage. The project is called Engage Oasis with the launch expected first half of 2022. Um, It's inspired by uh, Ready Player One. You remember that film? Wow, yeah. People sort of have this avatar in the metaverse and uh, they're going to use it for uh, business professionals, corporations, young professionals, college students, cloud-based digital city where actual business can be done selling products and services.
4: VR LinkedIn. Uh.
1: VR. Yeah. It'll have VR, the whole lot. It'll be, that's what their inspiration is. That ready player one, right. Digital universe, like a second life.
3: dude. That's, and like, terrifying, kind of.
1: It is for me, because I'm just going to be in a cabin in the woods, <laughs> whittling, whittling dude, things.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, cabin in your garage, you mean. Dude, Do you ever get the feeling of just sort move, of ab- abandoning it all, Jack?
3: Yeah, dude. Because I, I don't even, it's just going to get, I don't know what, like, your area is like with the vaccines, and everything, but you can already see, like, these two groups forming. Because they're not going to have to, like, you know, probably hold you down, but you'll just not be allowed to do anything. So you have these, probably like these super cities and then people living in the woods just trying to make it as long as you can. Because that's what's all I mean, I don't see how it, you know, ends up any other way.
4: Embrace the
0: metaverse.
4: (laughs) Fuck the metaverse.
1: (laughs) But it just seems so shallow. It seems so shallow to me, a lot of these relationships that we have and uh, I don't think you can replace that human contact. I don't care how good the VR is, how realistic it is. There's something about being able to smell someone, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
5: That's not always a good thing, though, is it?
1: Do you not think, do you not no. think that it's replace, that you can replace that? No?
5: Well, obviously, well, no, I think there is something different, isn't there? I think we've all found out over the last uh, 18 months or whatever, Um, that there's something different about doing things over Zoom and video link and all the rest of it, as compared to doing things Mm -hmm. face-to-face.
1: I was listening to an interview with a doctor uh, just the other day, and he was talking about a lot of, over here, a lot of the consultations with general practitioners have gone via video link. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can't get an Mm in-person appointment. Right. And he was saying that we're missing things.
4: Uh, you, you can't smell a wound over yeah, Right?
0: <laughs> no,
3: I just uh... not yet.
5: You do. You, I
4: think. You, I think you
5: can. You definitely, if you you don't see the whole person, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. So you you know if you just see like the head and shoulders, if you're lucky, uh, sometimes I just see the eyes. Yeah. Um, then you miss yeah, loads of stuff, basically. This
1: doctor was saying that this patient had had something like six or eight consultations with different people, and all of them missed until he was brought in front of someone that is his hemoglo- hemoglobin levels were the lowest that had ever been seen in a living patient.
3: <laughs> Jeez. You know. well, dude, I mean, it's just like on that whole, kind of like you said, like shallow relationships, even like family, it's just like, these family units are being destroyed you know it just like keeps going everything's losing
1: what do you mean by the family do you mean sort of like the nuclear the idea of the nuclear family
3: right right yeah
1: yeah that's yeah. um I mean, you, you know yeah i mean what do you put what do you have you thought about what the root causes of that could could possibly be from sort of the 1950s 60s onwards
3: I think it has a lot to do with like the propaganda that's put out like TV and kind of I like promiscuity. And I mean, like uh, this, there a good example, like uh, in like Mexico before there were soap operas, everyone had like five or six kids on average. Like you had these huge families and in America too. But then, you know, TV comes out. Most people have a TV and they start putting this like soap opera on, that's real popular and they had two kids and literally the next generation kids these families because they all watched this show they like thought wow we can't give enough love to these five kids so let's have two you know so it's, but yeah
1: there was there was this, a british sitcom in the early 90s yeah. called 2.4 children
5: yeah yeah
1: and it was okay. about it was about a married couple with with two kids and a
5: dog and then did not subsequently make an, a, 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 like a reboot it, with, and it was like 1.8 children.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what happened?
0: Sure, what happened I'm sure, to the death? <laughs> i <I'm> sure, <yeah.
4: laughs>
1: I'm sure that, that's a true story. That. I mean, uh, this might be controversial. Do you think... I mean, one of the things that probably shrinks the number of children is that married couples tend to have children later in life now. And mm. I wonder if it might be a bit, if women entering the workplace
5: is a component to this. Yeah, you would think so, and contraception as well. Contraception. Would that would, probably would have happened yeah. around about that time, like the pill. Um, that yeah, kind of thing. that's true. Making too. a choice. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was encouraged, wasn't it, for, for women to, to start working um, as far as I understand it.
1: Yeah, well, the governments of the world realize that half the population is economically inactive, and we, we should be having a piece of that. You know, get them into work, and we can start taxing them.
3: Right. Well, that's why the Rockefeller Foundation backed the the first wave, whatever, I don't know, first wave or second wave feminism. So, you know, it's not because they, they care about you and they want you to live a fulfilling life, right? You know, like, mm. so that just... Anytime those group those companies back something you it's a good idea to do the opposite. Probably, you know, it's a general rule.
5: It kinda of, yeah, it kinda of fits the, the the whole growth thing as well in, in capitalism, in that it's like based on perpetual growth, isn't it? So as soon as something stops growing or a market stops growing or your business stops growing, you're fucked, aren't you, basically?
3: That's a really good point.
5: So, you know, if you... That's
3: a good point. You yeah. need to
5: you need to get more people yeah. into the machine, don't but, you, essentially?
3: You just see, like, in divorce rates and even, like, social... Mm. And I think that's all, like, part of the success. You know, people just... Promiscuity is crazy. Yeah, mm. yeah. Even oh. porn, dude. I know that's, like, a weird topic, but that's, like, also a... Like, I'm pretty anti-pornography, uh, but I just think that's been, like, a bleach on society. You know, it's just ruin fan I mean there's it's like certainly
6: getting weirder like
3: <laughs> <laughs> Oh well that's it too dude that's it too and like after school hours it's up four hundred percent so kids clearly younger than eighteen are accessing this. Yeah. And then the like the search history like you just said it gets like progressively weirder you know, whatever weird's a bad descriptor but I
4: feel but like yeah. this is an intervention <laughs> <laughs> For Phil,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I think, I think definitely. Well, I think anything can be an addiction. Mm. Uh, I yeah. saw, I saw a TV documentary once of a woman who was addicted to to gnawing on her baby's used nappies. Oh god, yeah,
5: that. that's quite a common one.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm 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 certain that pornography and masturbation can also be an addiction. And it's funny yeah. you met Cracky Jack. It's almost like I read your mind because I have another story from this week.
3: <laughs> wow! Look at that. We're on. We're on the same wavelength.
1: Yeah, you'll you'll love this
4: synchronicity.
1: Single Japanese man, fifty-one, almost masturbates himself to death after suffering a stroke <laughs> moments after he ejaculated.
4: The key word here is almost. Yes, yeah, he's never going to learn, is
1: he? I know. Right-handed man in Germany <laughs> had a life-threatening stroke while mas- masturbating. It's called a subarach subarachnoid hemorrhage okay. and it usually happens Me through physical too. effort right yeah uh, apparently um, experts <laughs> told the mail online sexual activity accounts for up to 14 percent of strokes Ew. vinegar strokes <laughs> so I, th- I would th- I would say no, that good. that guy definitely had a, an addiction
5: uh, well, you that might have that. been his first time yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> apparently no apparently he was masturbating several times a day I mean, what is several? Is that more than five? (laughs) More than three?
5: Yeah, I would. You know, a couple is two. Yeah, one is one. Yeah, several is three or more. Three is the magic number. You should have stuck with three. Yeah, three times a day. A trio, unless you you say a trio of wanks or something. (laughs) I'm sure that's printable. That was from the Daily Mail. Of course, it was. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
3: Hard-hitting Daily Mail. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you know, they
1: do put a lot in their articles. <laughs> a lot of detail. I mean, it's have you quantity
5: over quality. They have a
1: lot of quantity, yeah. Not or not rarely quality, but they do have quantity.
5: Yeah. And a lot of lot of typos I notice when I ever read anything on there. Really? A lot of typos, yeah.
3: Who who owns Daily Mail? I always was wondering, are they owned are they owned in the UK or are they owned by like like one of the monsters like Viacom or is it Richard Desmond's Tom, Is yeah. it a Daily
4: Sport Guy.
5: It used to, <laughs> used to be Murdoch, didn't it? No,
4: it's, no? it's nice never times, been
5: Murdoch. No, so it, I, I, I think it was some kind of aristocratic family in the UK okay. that owned it. Whether that's still the case now, I don't
3: know. Um, right. Um, I didn't, I wanted to know if it was like Maxwell, I didn't know if he owned it originally, originally or, or not. Robert Maxwell
1: he was the mirror yeah. wasn't he was he? involved in the mirror wasn't he yeah and uh, yeah and, and, uh, okay. and a Mossad and agent Mo- and Mossad yeah yeah <laughs>
3: yeah or not they put out a good paper
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear so Jack I, I had a look at your back catalogue earlier you've just ticked over a hundred episodes
3: mm. I have dude congratulations yeah. Yeah. congratulations oh thank you thank you thank you
1: did you do thank anything you. did you do anything <laughs> special for it
3: no, I forgot. I had a good guy on though. Uh, he calls himself Big Papa Fascist, but he's uh, like a big. He debates, so he's pretty intelligent. I wouldn't want to debate him; I'd get my my ass handed. But, but yeah, but that was a good episode. Yeah,
1: I noticed. While I was looking through, and we've, we seem to have quite a few mutual friends. I know you've had the odd man out, odd man on a number yeah, of times.
4: he's
3: my buddy. Yeah, yeah, we've had him on two or three
1: times, I think. Yeah, it's good. Keep saying we need to get him back on, but it's just we we seem to be booking that far in advance. Yeah, we're meant to get him on after the election, and it's just it's just not happening. But you've had had Adam Adam Lallano from Deborah Gets Red Pilled on, haven't you? And Charlie Robinson and yeah, the real Mister Dank.
4: Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
5: and a personal intense (laughs) favorite of mine, Ken Ami. Oh, yeah, Matt. Oh,
3: yeah. uh,
5: Ken. With his
3: piercing he blue eyes. He hates giants, dude.
5: <laughs> Don't
3: we
1: know it? Don't <laughs> we know it? Yeah, he, he took us to school, yeah. didn't he, on Nephilim. He did. Oh,
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, dude, yeah. He, he I didn't. I, when I had him on, I just started. And, like, so I researched his books, and I, like, wrote, like, all those topics. It's, like, that conspiracy candy that you love, you know, like, spawn <laughs> of Satan and, and all this stuff. So I'm like... Expecting this conversation to go a certain way, and then so I said, "So, tell me about the Nephilim. And uh, and whoa, man, did I? I forget how I worded it. However, I worded it, he like was like, "Well, the definition." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I, you know, yeah. but uh, but yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Let's be precise with yeah. our terms. Yeah,
3: that's what he does. That's it. It's great. It. That's it. It's great because
1: yeah. I mean not wanting to offend anyone or any previous guests, but there are, there is a lot of misinformation floating about and a lot of crazy stuff floating about. And, <laughs> you know, it's easy to get sucked into these things. And um, yeah. having someone uh, with a sort of really rational, analytical point of view like Ken and me is, uh, I think, inherently useful.
3: Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
1: Do you yeah. sort of... Uh, is that the sort of philosophy with you when you're looking at these subjects? Are you trying to... You know, what I gather from what I've heard and that is you're trying to sort of separate the wheat from the chaff and stick, keep your yeah. feet on the ground.
3: Yeah, because when, when you're first started, you're, like, so into those, like, crazy topics, right? And then, like, the more, I don't know, now I'm, like, kind of this, this spa where it's, like, uh, every, like, there's the crazy things I think are added to make us look crazy, you know. So, like, I try not to even those real fun topics that I love to listen about, like Antarctica and all this stuff. I just don't know what to even believe because, you know, I think a lot of it is sent to make us look crazy, right? You know, so I yeah, know.
1: You, you think there is some sort of uh, deliberate disinfo engagement yeah. with the conspiracy community?
3: Yeah, and like the letter, you know, the letter that shall not be named, like now. They just label anything that comes out associated with that, and the majority—not that the majority of public would accept any of these corruption scandals—but now they just easily push them away, and kind of like the JFK conspiracy, you know, like that's a conspiracy, theory and that did the same thing as this uh, the Q movement did, you know, for things now.
1: Yeah, what was what was your take on on the election? Do you think there was a lot of fuckery going around or what?
3: I think so. I mean, now, like I hate, it. I just read this. I mean, i but anyway, yes, I think there was probably, but they've always done that. Right. Like,
7: <laughs> on both sides. Uh, in, uh,
3: yeah. Yes. It's a, like in Tammany hall in New York city that you couldn't win an election without bribing Tammany hall, which is like the, you know, I think where they all like congregated and all the rich people. So like they've they ballot stuffed and all these things, you know, Constantly. It's not like nothing new. No. Right? There was uh there was what a... about you guys? Do you... Sorry? Do you guys think do you guys think uh what do you think it was on the up and up or do you put much thought into it?
4: He's going Whew. I what? don't know, it seemed odd, didn't it? But I think there was a lot of again like Phil was saying, a lot of misinformation flying around. You don't know what to think and you just take things on face Face value. I mean, it's so far away for us. Um, but then, by the same token, we've had some elections over here that have been questioned by certain members of society, I guess. And talk of Russian interference, of course, on both it's sides always, of the pond. Yeah,
1: it's always the Russians. You got Or North Korea. You need
4: a bogeyman, don't you? That's uh, otherwise. Yeah. Where's your argument yeah. going?
1: Yeah, I think the the role of social media in the last U.S. election is sort of a, a new twist and a new dynamic. Uh and I think there's more to that that edge of the story than meets the eye.
3: Mm. Yeah. Um, you're right, they always need a, a bogeyman. Just cause what it's, they just yeah. 'cause they're
1: so powerful and they, they they have so much power in shaping opinions, both you know, individual <laughs> opinions and national op- opinions. And uh I I Amazing. don't know what the, I don't know what the solution is with that you know do you i you know do they want to be regulated do you try and regulate them
5: um i don't know social media you're talking
1: about
3: maybe yeah. maybe the fact checkers maybe the fact checkers will solve it
1: <laughs> well it's it's just another can of worms isn't it yeah
5: who fact checks the fact checkers well the, the interesting one is the yeah. uh, is the gain of function thing isn't it that's oh. going on now which was like you will get your banned from facebook and instagram and all the rest of it but now he's being reported on, like the BBC here in the UK, and I imagine everywhere oh, else. Yeah. You know, as, as like a possible, right. you know, yeah, thing that happened. Same with ivermectin. You know,
1: you would you would get mm. banned or get a strike on YouTube for talking about ivermectin, even though there's
5: you know sixty odd clinical trials that have been done on this drug. So it's this thing, isn't it? About you know we've spoken about before about being a publisher and a platform and the difference between the two and. You know, when you're mm-hmm. making kind of editorial decisions about what can and can't be posted, um, then you're becoming a publisher.
4: It's moving too fast before yeah. the mainstream narrative settles. So we had the same sort of thing, Ivermectin. We had the same thing with Hydrochloroquine, briefly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's moved so quickly that people try and stamp, or I say people, whoever it is, is trying to stamp on...
1: Susan so on Wojcicki.
4: On, yeah, on this... Um, on this sort of talk on social media, but it moves so quickly. And then the next thing comes along and it's, it's Mm. the the mainstream thought machine can't keep up. And and there is no, there's no mainstream narrative at the start. And everyone's saying, Oh, you know, this is this and this is the other. And, and I suppose the, it's almost panic that they're trying to stamp on everything. And then eventually, as Matt was saying, you get, the mainstream narrative becomes talk of, well, did it escape from a lab? It's, it's mm. plausible, just like a million other things are plausible. Um, but they're actually talking about it now. So those people who got banned from, from YouTube and stuff are now, I mean, what happens to them? They, they've been vindicated, really.
5: Yeah, but they, I bet they're not allowed back on YouTube. Well, exactly. <laughs> and they've lost all the followers and stuff. And I think part of the problem
1: is is that the... The algorithmic tools that they use are such blunt instruments for yeah. regulating themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. And even if you know you get a strike and you t- and you send it to a real person, they don't change their mind, nah. you know. You know, we got fucking struck for talking about demon sperm for fuck's sake.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a nod. That was a cast, wasn't it? Have you have you had
1: any brushes with censorship yet, Jack?
3: I had cause I try not to like even touch touch many like, uh, you know, obviously like the election was the big thing. I just stayed away from that. And same with like COVID. I, I would, I, I usually like read books and then that's the, my episode will all, like outline the book, the information, in that book. So usually like it, those are pretty like, you know, 10, 15 years ago topics. So like they, that kind of just doesn't, mm. you know, that alleviates that, uh, that like censorship issue
4: yeah it's that time but, to settle hasn't it after that yeah not much time yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a decade or so then you can talk about whatever you want yeah exactly
5: <laughs> i mean the other thing as well is it's like Mallon, isn't it friend of the show Mallon baker oh, yes. um and he just he literally researches a topic and talks about the facts of it and he's been kind of he doesn't say that he's been shadow, shadow banned, does well, he? But he has been something's happened. No, he does. He's, he's saying he's shadow banned now. Yeah. Is it right? Okay. Yeah, he's not being um what do you call it um suggested. Yeah. So. Right. And his his like sort of YouTube channel was doing really well, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was like picking up sort of like tens of thousands of yeah. He was getting like subs a, and stuff. A
1: hundred new subs a day or something. Mm-hmm. And then he did a video wow. on, I think it was a video on ivermectin, and it just went down to nothing. Just, Dude. Yeah. And yeah. this this is the power that they have, you know. Yeah.
3: And so like a lot of people like again, like I work with my boss as a boomer and he'll he's like real conservative and he'll be like, uh, back in my day they read the news, they didn't give you opinion, but they've been controlling the newspaper for since the dawn of the newspaper and the printing press. You know, mm. like don't yeah. the now it's what it's difficult is because of independent people like us and stuff. Now other information is getting out that they never would have let get out before. So they need to find a way to reel it in because like again, that that it's there was like a, a good quote like when the printing press came out like they asked like the priest who would like if it was in the Bible or in the newspaper what like they would have their their beliefs were the ones that were in the newspaper, right? Because it's just bound to happen. You take this as fact it's written. I don't know. But i don't know where i'm going with that it's just so powerful you know the, <laughs> yeah. it, well no it, it's yeah, yeah
5: so powerful and one of the one of the things that comes to my mind all the time when people talk about sort of it you know not being a new thing is it's the uh what's the thing around uh paper mills and hemp um, oh Hurst uh, william randolph Hurst. yeah was it something
1: that... yes yeah yeah. Have, oh, you, yeah have you looked into that jack the uh
3: I uh, just just probably the same about you guys. You can explain it better than me, probably. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: that's, that's, that's as much as I can remember. Something on the lines of, um, uh well, he, hemp was yeah, being he a better product. Yeah,
3: right. He owned the paper, and then he wanted to make sure that, like, they. Yeah, I think he owned like lumber interest or yeah. trees, and so he shut down the hemp.
5: Yeah, I and mean, it was creation. Was it because, not? Yeah, yeah, part of the like the reefer. Madness, or whatever was that, not what, what it was. Yeah. Mm. yeah, there was a cover yeah. of uh, yeah. I think there was a cover of Scientific America and it said
1: something like hemp, the new one billion dollar crop, right? Okay, because it was there was mm. a machine, was it called the decorticator that was invented that would take nice. the hemp fibers and mm. make them a lot more um, durable, viable, no, uh, easy, easy, easy to, to manufacture, right, uh, okay. easy uh, to less labor intensive, right? And so it would have a competitive advantage over paper because it grows, it regrows so much faster. And quick as well, yeah. Than standard trees. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, apparently, yeah,
5: Hurts went on this
1: propaganda campaign to get rid of it.
5: But, like, you know, we've a 100 years on or whatever, a 100 odd years on from that, and everyone's going wild about cutting trees down and stuff for wood and making paper. Why are we not... Why are we not using hemp for paper? We should
4: have huge swaths of hemp
5: fields. That's what there. I mean. Yeah. Why are we not using it?
4: I don't,
3: I think, dude, I don't think you can grow that, it
5: in this
1: country.
3: I, I don't. I don't dude, it's just so sickening. I mean, like how the much these people them. that oh, can tr- yeah. that control things they can, they like pick these industries. Like, did yeah. you know? Like at the World's Fair in like 1896 or 1904, they had three cars. One ran by water. One ran by um, oil, and one ran by something else. So they had three cars that are working, and obviously, you know, Rockefeller controls oil. He probably bought out those patents, and you never see them in the light, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, JP Morgan, Standard Oil. Right.
4: I yeah. met a guy once Just who disgusting. swears he had a car that ran on water. Like Properly convinced, and he showed me the engine, he had all these kind of manifolds on it and stuff, but he never showed me it running. So,
1: it <laughs> <laughs> a Flintstones car. <laughs> his, feet, yeah. his feet were yeah. on the ground.
3: <laughs> that's funny, dude. But yeah, it's just like you know, we went in plastic, like the worst invention in the world. You know, like all these. That's it's just it can be like real. I can I can see why like the environmental crazy people go crazy. You know, because it is sad, dude. Like. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what's well, yeah. the sort of the sort of lack of corporate responsibility and uh, being able to trash the environment and stuff
3: mm-hmm. right
1: yeah this is one of the problems i have with this with uh, the sort of hardcore libertarian viewpoint in that how do you control these massive companies from just trashing the place for one you know how do you break down how do you break up monopolies you know there is i have a lot of sympathy with sort of libertarianism I'll, I'll probably describe myself more as a classical liberal but there are problems where i don't see a simple way out without some sort of intervention on a state level
3: i agree dude i think there is like a lot of good points we're so libertarian i mean i'm going to debate one guy in a few weeks but that's like one of the big things like liberta- like that how do you stop a company from owning the world and just <laughs> you know you can't do it, dude. You, we would be living in Amazon Pod, working in <laughs> a fulfillment center, and uh, getting our rations of Amazon food, and you know, like you couldn't stop it.
5: Fucking shoot me! I wonder if you get I to that my face though.
1: I get to, Yeah, in your, in your giant penis rocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they've uh, they've they've said
5: he's not allowed to call himself an astronaut. I know uh, they? they've, they've come <laughs> out. And, oh, no. The the federal space agency, I think it was. This is Bezos who's gone up in yeah. his cot rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
5: And was he not? Dude, the, he, come on, so go, Jack. He on. was
3: only sixty miles. Sixty miles in the air. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Like that dude, and they're making like he's in space. I mean, supposedly in 1969, 240,000 miles away. So now we have all computer in our iPhone. It's more high tech then. But he can only go sixty miles in the sky yeah you know. found uh, have, have
1: you looked have you uh, done an episode on the moon landing yeah yeah, yeah what did you discover
3: oh dude <laughs> i mean i i give i'll like give that the photos that have and and all the video we have is not real like that wasn't on the moon and it's conveniently you know, maybe, been lost yeah, as like, well,
1: hasn't it all of it it's all disappeared oh yeah, really all yeah, the dude. telemetry there's,
3: there's, everything's
1: gone right okay but one, one
3: of the the big points i bring up like the spacesuits that they made so they've never been to this foreign moon before and who do they get to do it playtex the same women that are sewing bras and underwear their manager is he an engineer no he's a, he runs a tv repair store and he got a side job managing these women sewing the the suits Film back then, you you know, you had the like uh, aperture and everything, no blurry photo, none, not in one blurry photo, which happens very easily. And the film, it had to be able to withstand positive 200 and minus 200 degrees. And that it was no special film or camera, you know, all this stuff makes zero sense.
1: So, what's, what's your theory? What's your working theory?
3: Uh, they. I, they fake like they fake that footage. I'll see. I don't even know, dude. Where do you guys, I don't know if you guys stand on space is real or not. I don't, like if we <laughs> can actually get out.
1: Oh, I, 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 I I'm, getting, I I'm getting into. I think you probably want, I think if you manage to get past where you hit the head on the dome, I think
3: then you get then you <laughs> yeah. go into the
5: ether. Who did we speak to, David Weiss? Yeah, oh, Flat know, Earth, yeah. yeah
3: Right.
5: Know. Yeah, So he said, right, uh, right. Well, he we, he said it was like we were like in a bubble on the bottom of a pan. <laughs> um, um, and there was no space beyond that. So um, I think I, I don't I don't really buy into that version. So I think there's space. I'm going to say I think there's space.
4: I think there's space, but there's okay. no way I can prove it myself. No, know.
1: So. that's
5: the thing, isn't it?
1: No, I mean, just, I mean, the thing is, to say that the footage is not real, that's one thing. It's then a leap to say, yeah. therefore... This, this, and this right. didn't happen, isn't it? You can only go off what you can go off.
3: Yeah. Right, right. So yeah, that's they could have come I'm, back uh, and they,
4: um, they forgot yeah. to put the film in the camera or something. <laughs> Shit. What are going to do, boys? We're going to have to go to uh, MGM Board. and get some, uh, they I, come, some footage made. That's the thing. They could have come
5: back. Have you
3: guys I, ever... Se- sorry, go on. Oh, sorry. No, no, you you got
5: to. It's okay. I mean, it was, it was, just, uh, <laughs> it was just... I was just going to say, they could have come back and the, the footage could have been unusable. And then he have had to do it all on a soundstage. Yeah.
3: All right. But, cool. you know. Well, have you guys ever seen um, a funny thing? I don't know if that's it. It's a French movie. Is it Capricorn 1?
4: Capricorn 1 or Capricorn
3: 1 no. or something? No, a funny thing I happened on the so. way to the moon. Oh, right. I think it's that one. Is that one in French or like that yeah. or something? or he something? He's
1: a French director. He was on one of the Union of yeah. the Unwanted shows. Right, Was he? I'm pretty sure, oh, wow, unless I've just pulled that out of my rectum, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was on the wow. Union of the Unwanted a few weeks, a couple of months ago. Okay. This, uh, well, that's a
3: good documentary. If anyone wants to, you oh, know, okay. that one be. Yeah, because
1: he's a, he's a filmmaker. Right. And uh, he, he, yeah. he goes into the, the sort of the practicalities of filming on the moon and whatnot. Yeah, I've seen yeah. something yeah. with him in. uh, yeah
3: it was good but but like Kissinger was in there in that documentary and another CIA guy and basically dude like they they used two CIA like actors to film and it's weird like how much they openly admit I don't know if it's because it's this Belgian guy or because they're just cocky arrogant people and then eventually they like these two people these two CIA guys realize they have to get out and then they're once killed in Vietnam by suicide, you know, like crashing into a tree and then the other one jumped out of a, pl- or something ridiculous, you know, how they always just do some, you know, insane uh, suicide. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's a good movie, or a good documentary. Two shots to the head,
5: suicide. Yeah. yeah.
4: I definitely yeah, would have web. thought the Russians would have wanted to go to the moon. Like, even if more American. even more so yeah, if, yeah. If, the, if the Americans had got there first, but they just kind of dropped it as far as I'm aware. Mm.
3: Well, it did you did you guys see the video of China landing on Mars? That drone thing. Did you I, see that I, video? I saw
4: a bit of it. Yeah, yeah. The Ch- uh, Tian Cheng. Uh, <laughs> I think it is that called that. What's it? Uh, Tian. It was a Long March rocket, and they sent that probe up. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> had a little it rover. So
3: fake, dude. Yeah, it it looked like it just like, and then just, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Someone CGI'd I it on a, on a Pentium processing Windows 95 machine.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looked terrible. It didn't look real.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, dude. So,
1: I mean, why just, uh, are, you, are, you, are, are you sort of swaying towards that the moon landing didn't happen then?
7: Because, yeah, because
3: I, it, I mean, not the way they told it.
1: <laughs> the following question is, is why, isn't it? That's what we're always trying to get at is what is the motivation for doing it?
3: To, yeah to well I one think of it's like you know it's yeah that to just uh unity build up for pro, like propaganda, American mm-hmm. exceptionalism mm-hmm. Um, keep so now we can keep dumping you know these these huge military contracts, like that was also in the one book I read like these this the 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 lunar rover that looked like two lawn chairs on some wheels, <laughs> you know that <laughs> thing.
1: Yeah, Rapted That file, thing yeah.
3: cost cost like over thirty two million dollar contract. Mm. Literally like I think it you know, and clearly that thing is not worth thirty like dude, you know, you saw it. It literally looks ridiculous. But uh <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> and that, what else they they playing golf on all that stuff, dude. It's just ridiculous it's like so outrageous, you know. Like, again, oh, that was the big thing about the suit. So after they came back, you know, their uh, Chernobyl eventually happens, you know, with all this supposed radiation. And one reporter asked uh, NASA, hey, like those your spacesuits went through the Van Allen radiation belt. That's tons of radiation. Could we wear the spacesuits in Chernobyl? And the guy said, oh, I don't think that'd be a good idea, you know, because the suits didn't go through. playtex the people making your bra and underwear didn't know how to make a radiation proof suit, you know? Yeah.
5: What is the radiation belt? That's something I know. The Van Allen belt, yeah. It's
4: it's like a a belt of radiation around the Earth.
3: Dude, it's miles, yeah. Like it's miles of just bombardment.
5: Is that like stuff that's bouncing off our magnetic field or something? (laughs)
3: <coughs> I think yeah, so. like off the ionosphere.
5: Right, okay. Okay.
3: Yeah. Wow, Okay.
5: I was quite surprised that yeah. well it's always quite surprising that the, the the space station if the space station's real now. Now you've got me thinking um how that stays up there. Is that like have some kind of radiation shielding
4: or is oh, it well lower lower like, than, it's than the lower. Van Allen belt? Out. Van Allen belt's further out. But surely it's
5: still being bombarded by radiation. They're just lights in the sky, man.
1: Okay. okay. Do you not remember what Dave said? No.
3: That's, yes, sixty. I've listened Dave. to Dave. I. Yeah. He's, oh, he's right. great.
1: He's a great guest and really entertaining. Yeah. I'm yeah. not. I'm he not is. with him. I'm
5: not with him. <laughs> nah. Not on everything. You know. He's supposed to be. He's another one who's supposed to be coming back. Actually, isn't he? Coming back from where? <laughs> <That's> well, no. <nobody.
4: laughs>
5: he said he didn't finish with us. He said, oh, he never, he could, he could, he could, he could do three hours with
1: Dave, I think. And yeah. he, he'd still, be <laughs> still not the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: No. Well, did, have you guys ever read uh there's a real good book. If you're like ever bought David Icke reference, that's where I got, who built the moon. And basically they like the moon statistics, dude. And I'm going to go off my head here. So they're not going to be perfect. But like, um, the moon, we only obviously see one side of the moon. Right. But it's, all of its figures are, oh, it's like forty times smaller than the sun, but the sun's forty times more away from the moon. So it looks like the exact same size. Uh, like all of these numbers, they just oh, I wish I had my they're so good like the yeah. no, but it's just
1: yeah, they're, they're sacred you know, numbers, isn't it? It's four three two right. Yeah, it's
3: all this stuff that just doesn't make any sense at all. Like how like either it either proves intelligent design, beyond a doubt because they're just too perfect or you know someone oh and how it's you know suppose if we went to the moon they said they put a seismic they set off an explosion on it and it was hollow and like the you know so they are saying it's like a death star thing possibly (laughs) like it's an old satellite all this stuff Ooh, the traveler.
4: that's not me oh yeah. yeah (laughs)
5: Yeah, <laughs> Hollow Moon isn't one I've looked into. Do you not play the you not play Destiny, uh, Jack?
3: Oh, I got it. No. I got it. Uh sorry. What did you say?
5: I oh, was just wondering if you played Destiny.
3: Never no, had... I haven't.
4: Right, okay. Don't matter then. I think we're in the minority yeah. nowadays. <laughs> what what have you got for the I'm giant? not
3: a big but so I so yeah, so every twenty seven point three two two days the moon orbits us? if the earth is like 100% the moon is 27.322% of the, the earth every 10,000 days the moon orbits us 366 times um you could fit 109 earths in the diameter of the sun but also if you lined up earths 109 earths to get to the sun um
1: yeah it's', yeah, it's ratio, isn't it? I always all heard it was one oh eight I won't split hers <laughs> yeah
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah but it, yeah it, it's one oh nine two five but yeah
1: yeah it's it's all and all these things are averages, so like the distance between the earth and the sun it has to be an average, the distance between the earth and the moon is an average, what have you, but mm-hmm. when you average it out, there seems to be relationships there that suggest that mm-hmm. we're that everything is connected, and it's mm-hmm. quite a nice thought to have really. Because you know, I would say, Jack, that the um, paradigm for you know, definitely the last few decades, but with its roots in the Enlightenment, is that we are essentially meaningless biological robots on we a meat ball sacks. of yeah, just on a ball of rock, insignificantly hurtling through space, and uh, mm. your life has no no actual meaning. Mm. Oh. Yeah, cheer that's up, mate. Definitely <laughs> what they
3: want to push. Yeah,
1: yeah. That yeah. I yeah. I'm not so. I don't agree with that. Well, exactly. but that's the that's narrative right. but that if, is being pushed.
3: If you
5: know, if there's no point to anything, all you can do is consume, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, and the
1: other Green. day, yeah, it feeds that's consumerism, and the the other big danger is nihilism, isn't
5: it? Yeah, nothing's
3: right,
1: and then UBI. Oh, don't <laughs> get me started on UBI. <laughs> do you think UBI is going to happen, Jack?
3: Yeah, dude. it's... Dude, the, the whole voting, like, it makes, like, we, I know everyone will, be, like, say, like, oh, this is racist, or, but you, I, less people should be able to vote. Like, you can't have people voting that either take out of the system, don't put anything in, or work for the system. That makes zero, their interest is conflicted. Like, they will only, like, if you work for the state, you're you should either have a lesser counted vote or no vote, because if you work for the state, you're going to vote. Based on your interest, right? So your interest would be more higher salary, more state government, more money, and it just continues this cycle, right? Like, and clear, does that make sense? Like, I know that's, uh yeah. but like, if you don't, if you put nothing into the system, you just take. You're going to vote to continue getting more stuff. Like this is like a, a like a, a basic thought, you know?
1: Yeah, this is um because sort of universal. Emancip- is emancipation the right word Re- regards to voting? It's something that has, has been
7: developed suffrage.
1: over the last hundred years. you know suffrage? Suffrage is probably a better word, yeah, not emancipation. Manumission. Mm, yeah. um, but, you know, uh, it's only very recently, a lot of people don't know, in the First World War, um, the majority of, of English soldiers didn't have the vote because there was a... Wow. There was a, a land um requirement you had to earn uh, own right. a sort a certain amount of land to have the vote and i can i sort of i'll see where you're coming from i think the danger is uh if you're someone say say if you brought in something like that like a land requirement uh, and then these politicians these elites decide, decide to send you into a meat grinder in france. <laughs> You're, you're in trouble and you have no, you've no recompense, uh, not recompense, recourse, no right of recourse. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
3: Yeah. That's a great point too. That's, that's why I, I think it all comes down to like morality. That's like we have bought, we're just going to continue moving in this inverted immoral society or amoral society. And uh, that's why they make fun of if you, Believe in God, or you're a Christian. They're slowly going to turn that into so white supremacy, or wh- whatever it will be. And because then, when you have an amoral society, you can convince them really that you have their sex they are going to do all their consuming and all their self—you know, whatever feels good. And uh, and yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, would you? Would you? Um, as far as that view goes would you extend that to sort of the new age stuff so people who maybe don't believe in one of the traditional religions but are spiritual for want of a better word you know the the sort of the new age um fashion that sort of yeah. really took off since well oh, since the late ninth century but mainly since the 60s i would say
3: yeah well you know uh whether Annie Besant did a very good job. I mean, they have like those quotes, her and uh, my gosh, I'm forgetting her name. Who is Annie's first person?
1: Madame um, Helena
3: Petrovna Blavatsky. Blavatsky. You got it. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. But you like their quotes are like you know they worked hand in hand with the Freemasons. It was all trying to create that new world order, just a different. Maybe it was just like a wider net to catch. So like I anybody i mean i understand there is like something spiritual going on but i think it could be a tool that would be used negatively as well but i don't know how about you what do you think
1: it's a tricky one um there are sort of com i detect communist undertones in some of the new age stuff mm, nice which, which i'm not yeah. entirely comfortable with um, hmm. sp- a disclaimer I'm actually a member of the Theosophical Society. Are you going to say the Communist no Party? No way, <laughs> are yeah. you? Yep, and also wow. the World Economic Forum. Are <laughs> oh,
4: you joined uh, up? Stop.
1: Yep, yeah, I get an email from Adrian Monk every week telling me what's what's shaking, giving me the DL on the on the West.
3: Dude, you're funny. <laughs> it,
1: I'm, I'm not joking, I'm not joking. I do get an email. Hey, what did uh, what did uh, Sun, General Sun Tzu say? In the Art of War. Know your enemy. Know thy enemy.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So
1: are you saying the Theosophical
5: Society is your enemy?
1: No, <laughs> okay. No, but cool. I, I just find it interesting because, like you, Jack, I'm uh, a bit of a researcher. I like to read books on occult stuff, not necessarily signing up mm-hmm. to everything, but just as a matter of education and to see what's going on. And yeah, and I'm interested yeah. in, in subjects like tarot and sacred geometry yeah. and all this sort of stuff. It doesn't mean that I sign, you know, I'm, I'm going to turn into a, you know, am going to start a commune somewhere and start my own <laughs> branch of the Theosophical Society, but I do find them subjects interesting.
3: Absolutely, yeah, and they're super interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't, you know, I don't, I think that's, like, also in this, like, alt-media, people, like, will tend to be, like, oh your ties with this not you know and just it they, they goes on a wild tyrant like they're a inside infer, you know what I mean dude you know
1: what I mean there's an interesting dynamic that I have noticed in the alt media community if you want to call it that and it's this interplay between a cult and a new age and Christian and this sort mm-hmm. of um, interesting butting of heads that seems to occur yeah. And there is a, definitely a battle line there. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's disinfo agents, you know, divide and conquer or what. Because mm-hmm. I think most of the people. I'll tell you a good example the uh, Union of the Unwanted that our mate The Odd Man was on. Yeah. So, so you know, you had the, like The Odd Man, uh, Kenami, Ami, Jay Dyer, for example, on one side. And the end. Then you mm-hmm. had Joe Rupe, uh, Micah Dank, some other guy who wasn't on video, who I can't remember. Sort of more on the occult side. Mm-hmm. And there's a definite tension there. It's unmistakable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that. It's just an observation.
3: No, it is. You're absolutely right. And Dyer, he's he especially feels very strongly. So
1: yeah i would love I would, he would be in my top five guests in fact you've you've had someone i really want to get on our show isaac Weishaupt.
3: oh yeah yeah I yeah keep he's me,
1: awesome i keep meaning to ask him have you read some yeah. of his books
3: i've read the first like one of the first ones the one that has like saturn on it but uh But, yeah, I haven't read, uh, like, his new one that he just came out with. I forget what it's called. But I think um, he's right. Like, his idea is that, you know, his theory is, and I'm probably butchering it, but that either they want a group-conscious aliens to come to the Earth or that the aliens are demons and they're trying to bring them here. And that's, like, what his, roughly his theory is. So I think he's on to something there. Yeah.
1: What, what you uh, Are you actively researching something in particular at the moment?
3: Uh, in particular right now, I'm, I'm like stuck between a few, but uh, I'm reading the – it's this book. It was like $1,000 on Amazon, but odd oh, man found it for me. But it's the, the history of military intelligence written by this father. And so it goes – so that's what I'm working on right now, like basically how – you know, we take for granted knowing information instantly, and in armies and stuff, and how it started with the Babylonians and all this stuff like that. That's what I'm wow. reading right now. <laughs>
1: sounds yeah, cool. It's a good
3: book, dude. Yeah, military yeah, intelligence.
1: Book. Did you say? Yeah, Babylonian military intelligence.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, dude. They had spies, dress them up as girls, send them to the through the enemy ranks and. All this stuff, like, and then they had double agents, you know, just like they they did do now. But yeah,
1: there's nothing new yeah. under the sun. Yeah, I'll yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. You'll have to. Um, well, I was going to say send me the name of the book, but if it's a thousand quid, I'm not. Oh, I'm not, yeah. not
3: going to buy it. Well, you can. I got the I got the PDF, so that's. So I can send you the PDF of it. Oh, that'd oh, be that'd cool. Be, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: I love ancient it history. Yeah, I've just started one. Um, like I've just started one by um, Tom Holland. Not, he's an English historian. You might not be familiar with him. Um,
3: I've heard that name.
1: Yeah, he's, he's quite. He's one of the bigger selling English historians, anyway. But he's, he's, I'm just reading one of his books now about the um, uh, the period of late antiquity, which is sort Very of cool. if, if you think of like the rise of Muhammad, like around 6:30. AD, if you think like about 250 years either side of that. It's this period of history that's sort of shrouded in darkness in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Dude.
3: Yeah, I know. Do you know the the Phantom Time Theory? No. Phantom Time. Oh, dude, I got another book. So the Dark Ages never happens, bro. I'll send you the book.
4: (laughs) Uh, That'd be interesting.
3: (laughs) Oh, dude, it's mind-blowing, dude. Like, there's so little evidence that the period of 674 to 974 never happened. Things that are in there, like Charlemagne was invented to uh, set precedent for the Catholic Church that they would deem an emperor. Of the empire, um, just like there's no archaeological evidence for that 300 years in in Persia or in Europe. Um, also, like the Crusades, this is like the big point. So you're telling me, you know, the, the Muslims or whatever, Arabs came in, they stole a third of Christian land, they raped their women, they did all this stuff, and then the Christian said, "Let's wait 300 years, then we'll go get them back," right? No, you would wait probably five years, get your armies, and you would r- rally behind mm. to go start the crusades to claim it back. You wouldn't, you know. We don't know three hundred years ago what my parent, my ancestors did, right? But all this stuff, I'll send you the book.
1: That sounds good, yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, I'm yeah. only, I've only just, I'm only about forty pages into this book, but one of the key sort of takeaways at the beginning is this this sort of period of Muhammad. There's no, there's no written evidence. Muhammad turns up around 6.30. There's nothing for 200 right. years before it's written down. Right. What was going right. on? It's like, you know, in Dude, this, at the yeah. same period in Northumbria, where you have, uh, you know, barbarian Northumbrians managed to record, you know, pretty much everything that St. Bede ever, you know, said. But in the same period in Arabia, there's crickets, crickets for, for
3: Dude, like 150 you're years. you gonna love it.
4: No, same with the I'm gospels like, when they were written, like hundreds of years later. Nope, no evidence. Fifty,
1: right? I think uh, I think you know they reckon Mark was probably the earliest gospel, and that was probably about fifty A.D. Uh, Matthew, a bit later, and then Luke is is a fair bit later, maybe over a hundred years later. But and then Acts, because the same guy who wrote Luke wrote Acts, and there's the, the gospel. Oh, it's, I think it's the Gospel Q. Actually, the 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 supposed um, missing source. So some biblical scholars think that um, Mark and Matthew borrowed from a third source, which is now lost to us but uh, there's various there's so much arguments as when it comes to the gospels and who wrote them and when it's like you know yeah. pick, pick whichever scholar you want to believe because you you know ask yeah. ask 10 different biblical scholars yeah. about the gospels and who wrote them and you get 10 different answers yeah. basically
3: yeah right uh, you know. right yeah
1: um the thir- i mean the um, big difference it, uh, is that the the gospel at least you know when it came to the enlightenment and people started scholarly scholarly press questioning The Christian books, um, you know, the Christians were aware that these books were written by mortals who are fallible and there will be mistakes in them and things that are edited where there is a different dimension with uh, the Quran and the Hadiths and the Ishnads in that, you know, these are the word of God and the sacrosanct and that's why Islamic scholars in the, you know, 10th, 11th century couldn't question these things in the same way they weren't put under the same scrutiny and they weren't battered by literal liter- literary scholars in the same way as the Old and New Testament have been since the Enlightenment mm. gosh well I don't know <laughs> what yeah. came over me then Jeez,
3: you, nah, next you're <laughs> you nailed
1: it fuck we've gone over an hour already mm. oh man that was good fun man yeah we we should we should wrap yeah, up and let dude, you
3: because you're still on
1: holiday we don't yeah. want to take up too much of your yeah, holiday dude,
3: yeah no worries Would i if, if you'd like i'll send you that book though by emmett yeah. scott and it's the dark phantom dark age theory That'd and be great. it talks all about you would love it dude you would love it
1: cool right well we shall say to ra just stay on the line for us for uh, for two minutes while we play ourselves out jack And um, don't forget to check out all the links. Uh, Jack, send us email us any um, links to social media handles or whatever. Just um, drop me them on email, and I'll make sure I put them in the show notes. And And, uh, check out check out Jack's podcast.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, we'll be back in a flash. Don't touch that dial. No.
2: And we're back. The dwarf, the cripple, and the mother of madness.
1: That was our chat with Jack Allen from Conspiracy?
5: Or just a coincidence? seemed like a nice guy, didn't he? Yeah. Like the cut of his jib. Uh, Yeah. 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 It's a good podcast. You should check
1: it out if you're into conspiracy theories. He um, goes into some major depth. Mm -hmm. A lot of research-heavy stuff. Right, okay. Right through the Warren. Yes, if you like deep dives... You know, on Knights Templars or Freemasonry or whatever, it's uh, yeah, worth checking out definitely. Mm. Yeah, and he's in good company. You know, the the people he's had on, he's he's having good guests on, mm. who are knowledgeable in the in these subjects, like the Odd Man and Ken Ami and whatnot.
0: Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Good. Keeping you up? Oh, yeah, I'm tired.
5: What's so, up Yeah, I don't know. It's like diabetes or anemia. I think you well, got low hemoglobin. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I've had six GP consultations <laughs> over a video. Did we talk about that on the podcast? I don't
1: know. Oh, well, never mind. That might just be an in-joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should we do some housekeeping? Housekeeping.
3: Housekeeping. Housekeeping.
1: This is a value for value podcast. If you find this podcast valuable, please consider returning some value. There's uh-huh. a myriad of ways of doing this.
4: Give me one, Ben. Um, give us a, a review on your podcast listening station of choice. Mm. Or iTunes. Or iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even
6: know how to check
1: the other ones. There's, a, there's
4: something called podcast radio in the UK now. I don't know if we're on it or not, but if we are, tell us and we'll... Um, yeah. We'll have a look. Yeah. Mm.
5: How else can you become a producer? Send us things. Join Discord. Um, email, email us at thearmishinquisition at com. Yeah, Discord,
1: Discord link is in the show notes as well. Mm. Um, so a couple of new arrivals. It's fledgling. Yeah. Only a couple of uh, a dozen people or so in there. Yeah. We need more. Yeah, we need, we need more. Let's
4: engage to... with our socials. Yeah. yeah. that. Send us a... Uh, uh, a no-makeup selfie. <laughs> Whatever the uh, the current thing is. Yeah. yeah. Um, send us artwork. You know,
5: like Ami the artist, who very kindly uh, did our logo for us, so we can do stuff with it. That now
1: thing. available at the Amish Loot Chest. Yeah. Link in the show notes oh. if you want the new logo on a T-shirt, hoodie, mug.
5: Yeah. yeah. Tattoo, new branding. Exactly. We'll be changing it next season, so... Um, you know, so we have to buy it again.
1: Yeah, and we need the help because you know we're oh, we're northern and we're bloody miserable, and the weather's fucking shit. But
4: so help been, us! What's, what's that all about? It's been gloriously sunny for a couple of weeks. It's uh, a yeah. joke. Yeah, because
1: uh, support has dropped off a cliff the last couple of weeks. What? Yes, it's there was a week where we had nothing, <laughs> no support whatsoever, monetarily or via the merch store, and oh, it will not guys.
5: do. Is that because we haven't we haven't put out? No, it was before. It was before.
4: We put out hard every yeah. week. I know. For um, benefit.
1: If you could go to the com, there's a donate button there if you want to support us monetarily. Mm. Um, if you have, you know, I know from listening to Darren and Graham from Grime America and stuff that sometimes PayPal engage in fuckery. <laughs> and that... <laughs> Sometimes people who have monthly donations get them cancelled without them even knowing, right? And uh, there are a couple of recurring donations which have dropped off that I've noticed. So maybe you're just sick of us, which is fine. That's but, fine. Uh, if not, just check because they do fuck us about. Yeah, with the, uh,
5: you know, and you know, if it's for monetary reasons, just contribute in other ways, like you know, sending us uh, no makeup selfies.
1: Yeah. Video links, audio links,
5: mm. time stamped, preferably yes. Yeah. And when we say time stamp, all we mean is you don't have to like do anything tricky. Just send us the 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 two timings, you know, beginning and end that you want us to listen just, to. Well, yeah, just, just the beginning. whereabouts it
4: is. Yeah, twenty five percent of the way through, we'll we'll find it. Twenty
5: five percent of the way. Th- well, I wouldn't want that like that. <laughs> I would just want the time it begins <laughs> okay. at two minutes thirty two. <laughs> yeah. Because I have to look at the full-time and figure it out. No. (laughs) But I don't do any of that, so it doesn't matter anyway. No, it doesn't bother you, does it? No. Uh, Odyssey. Odyssey channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Chuck us some crypto. Yeah, if you sign up to Odyssey and and verify your account with your mobile phone number, you you earn crypto every time you watch a video every day. Mm. And uh, you can use that crypto to support your favourite content creators.
4: That's us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So... uh, That's another way of helping us. And, you know, we don't know how long we're going to be on YouTube. So we need to sort of try and build that following, shifting over to Odyssey as a backup, really, because who knows the way it's going. Uh, OBDM, it looks like their YouTube channel is toast. 8,000 subscribers, I think. And it looks like they're going to lose it imminently. Really? Yep. From a video from, like, two years ago.
4: I say historical crimes.
1: Uh, So you can't be reliant on these (laughs) folks, these YouTube folks, yeah, for your you know your sustenance and paying your costs. You need other methods, whether it be PayPal donations, crypto donations, buying merch, Mm. and so on, Mm. uh, to help pay the bills, the running costs. Mm -hmm. Anything else? We missed anything else? So always
5: just uh, toss us a fucking coin.
6: Toss a coin to your Witcher, oh yeah. valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty. Do it for the plenty, lads.
0: The lads, oh. lads,
1: lads.
6: Toss a coin yes. to your
1: Yes, as I mentioned before, oh the PayPal lads. donate button is at the website in the show notes. Um, you can sign up for a, a monthly donation, a recurring donation, or give us a one-off, and uh, it will be much appreciated. Hmm we uh, we've bit, had a bit of um what do you call it um a, not a sabbatical
4: is it a sabbatical hiatus yes sabbatical hiatus hiaticus a vacay
5: we've had, we've had one week off two two weeks oh yeah because of the euro final
4: oh
5: yeah bloody hell we have been away haven't we
1: i look back and that was the first week we haven't put out a podcast since 2019 holy sh- sheets <laughs> So apologies, well, I, would, I did get some some messages from people who were disturbed. Were they saying,
5: oh no, you've been shut down, where's our glorious um, podcast? Yeah, you've ruined my Monday. That's for the sequence. That's nice that we, we're we so good we can ruin people's Mondays, <laughs>
0: isn't it? <laughs> uh.
5: so, yeah. Got some good,
1: uh, good feedback, actually, from the Simon Shack episode. It was a good episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got this from the man himself. You,
4: you are yeah. extremely cool, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's and he's, you know, he's not wrong. No. <laughs> Which one was he? Was that wasn't that Patrick?
5: Was that Simon? Saying was that? Simon,
4: Simon. Yeah. Is it right? Okay. Yeah.
5: I can't figure out. He his accent w- went from Italian to like Scandinavian sentence to sentence. That was um that sounded Scandinavian
4: to me. Yeah.
5: He lives, he lives, you know, in Italy
4: The eternal city Yeah People can have two accents
1: <laughs> Just pick one <laughs> Pick one and stick with it Yeah Get off the fence <laughs> yeah. yeah I should have something about um, An accent what was, the, what was the
5: thing I did about an accent? The South African nonsense What was that about? It was something about wearing a face mask, wasn't it? Because a woman was wearing knickers on her oh, face or something. It was
4: Irish, wasn't it?
5: I can't remember, yeah. it was terrible anyway. You mean, I mean, there's been so many terrible accidents that you've done, oh. Phil. There was, um, you know, the get away from her, you bitch.
4: <laughs>
5: that one, you mean? All the Al Pacino you know, stuff. Um, the one about Jerry Adams that we, we're not allowed to talk about. <laughs>
1: wow. Um, oh, yeah, 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 here we are. I can't save you if you're not wearing a face
5: mask. Hey. That one. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. I don't I mean, enjoy, you know what's the, going on there There's loads We've done loads
4: Yeah All wonderful content Yeah Anyway the, the, Those are all the, the ways of becoming
1: a producer I think it's probably time to Thank the producers for episode 192 Would you not say?
4: Yeah, I think so yeah, on, I think hmm? on, huh? I yeah think Go
2: on then Yeah Let's do it It's time to big up the man Dems Yo Oh is it a new I oh know we do the other thing at the end don't we <laughs> it's been
4: two weeks, you're falling apart.
5: Yeah. Uh, producers for
1: episode 192 are as follows Brother Jamie, Lee from The Big Conspire, John Sneason, Hell's Bells from Discord, Slicko83, Big Spuds, Nomi Nudge, and I would usually say the anonymous people that bought merch recently, but no bugger has. No one's bought merch. Um, it's a miracle.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you. You're so amazing in your love.
2: They are. Yeah. So amazing and their love, literally. The best mate. The dwarf. The The current. current, The grape, The homophobe. The wind. The asthma, The the crop up. The number 11. The blind man. The fallen on the horizon. The cripple and the mother. An old friend is here. From hell. Whore. I can smell whore. Thanks
1: for your support for another week. Yeah, thank you. Let's uh, let's move on.
5: How dare you?
7: COVID okay. nineteen news. People have got to understand
6: vaccination is going to be in the end. Your route to liberty. The magic vaccine. A big fat shot
7: in the ass from hell. Oh! You
6: know, it's just, you know, super painful. Like a judgment day intimidating like...
3: It's not going to allow us to go completely back to normal. Anal swab tests. In the same ballpark as seasonal influenza. I'm because we being bored we want to have fun.
1: I can't serve you for wearing a face mask. Read the standing orders. Read
3: them and understand
0: them! Uh. <sighs>
1: Big news from the UK this week. What is that? Yeah, uh, a development in the area of vaccine passports. And I shall let let Mallon, Malin Baker, previous guest, set the scene for us here. Um, Reading various quotes from government ministers over the last six months.
6: On the 1st of December, Cabinet Office Minister Michael Gove said, I certainly am not planning to issue any vaccine passports, and I don't know anyone else in government who would. On the same day, the Prime Minister's office said there are no plans to introduce or require immunity passports to ban people from certain venues who haven't been vaccinated. On the 14th of December, Vaccine Minister Nadim Zahawi said. We have absolutely no plans for vaccine passporting and in relation to the vaccine record card given to people after they've had their jab, he said, again, that does not constitute a so-called vaccine passport nor can it be used as a form of identification. That would be absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. Seems pretty clear. Nadim Sahawi again on the 12th of January. We have no plans to introduce vaccine passports. No one has been given or will be required to have a vaccine passport. On the 22nd of January, Prime Minister's office. I think I've been clear on the idea of immunity passports or vaccine passports previously and the fact that we have no plans to introduce them. On 24th of January, the then-health secretary, Matt Hancock. I'm not attracted... Mancock, calling by his real name, Mullen. ...the idea of vaccine passports here. We are not a papers-carrying country. 7th of February, the vaccines minister again... (laughs) One, we don't know the impact of the vaccines on transmission. Two, it would be discriminatory. And I think the right thing to do is to make sure people come forward to be vaccinated because they want to, rather than it being made in some ways mandatory through a passport. And if you think there was any ambiguity in all that then here was the prime minister being completely clear on April the 5th. There
2: is absolutely no uh, question of people being asked to produce a uh, certification or a uh, covid status uh, report when they go to the uh, to the to the shops or uh, to the pub garden uh, or to the hairdressers or, or whatever. What? There's absolutely no question. Yeah,
4: pretty clear.
5: Yeah, but, you know, obviously the, uh, the the attitude's probably changed in the focus groups that they use.
4: Yeah, they didn't have plans to do it yeah, at the time. That's those the they always use. They always and use. And I called it out at the time. And the, him at the end, it was he? <laughs> <laughs> there's Bob no you. question. There's no question about that. Uh, that, that doesn't say it's not going to happen. Uh, that could also mean it's definitely going to happen.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was them. And, of course, this was this week.
2: We do reserve the right to mandate certification at any point if it's necessary to reduce transmission. And I should serve notice now that by the end of September, when all over-18s will have had their chance to be double-jabbed, we're planning to make full vaccination the condition of entry to nightclubs and other venues where large crowds gather. Proof of a negative test will no longer be an R. Now, let me stress, we want people to... Have you never heard this? No, no, (laughs) fuck. ...be able to take back their freedoms as they can today.
6: We want you all to take back your freedom. Now show your papers.
4: (laughs) Could you imagine the lads uh, on the door at the warehouse (laughs) checking for COVID passports before they let you into Uh, the top floor? dripping in other people's sweat. Mm. Is, the, is the
5: virus in sweat? <sighs> it depends who you ask. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, uh, yeah, this is quite bad. I wonder how uh, how well it can be enforced. Badly? Yeah. I think it's quite a tricky one. To... What's the budget for
4: enforcement?
5: It probably comes down to the council, doesn't it? And they'll do spot checks. And then if you're caught with people... Mingling without, yeah, you you just have fines. You lose your, you you lose your license, won't you? Yeah, you
1: fine and and take the license off people who don't enforce it.
5: Because it's like a, there's quite easy, really. There's a bottle bar, isn't it, near us, or near me, and that's always getting COVID, like reported for COVID. Um, what's the word? (laughs) Super spreaders. Violations. Violate like violation of whatever the rules and stuff. Yeah, got shut down, didn't it, for a few days. The bar.
1: The interesting thing to me in that statement from Bojo was a negative test will no longer be enough. Mm. Now, as far as I'm aware, (laughs) and the latest Israel data, the effect on transmission of the vaccines ain't too good. Uh So I think you can make a perfectly cogent argument that a negative test is superior to being vaccinated if you wish to control...
4: The pandemic. On those tests a bit crap, though?
1: The lateral flow ones? I think they're probably less crap than the vaccine. As far as stopping transmission, there's some data in January. It varies on time in Israel, but at one point it was 16%. The vaccine reduces transmission by 16%.
5: That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So
1: you're going to get all these people who are double-jabbed and think they're they're immortal, and they can't get uh, respiratory viruses anymore. The vaccine was never tested to... uh, In the trials, the endpoints were never about transmission.
4: No. It was about reducing the uh, severity of the illness, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, interesting that they would say... You know, that signals to me that this is nothing to do with the virus the fact that they will rule out a negative test as being sufficient means um, two things first possibility is it's just good old fashioned coercion to get
5: the young people to take it mm-hmm. who don't want to take it yeah probably which is sort of kind of immoral I mean the other thing though it's just another death knell for the nighttime industry yeah, isn't it yeah. as well yeah, yeah freedom day lasted 17 hours <laughs> that's when
1: they announced this fuck really wasn't it that that long ago 17th yeah, same day. Oh, right. that's not that long ago, is it? That's about a week ago. Well, yeah, a week it was ago. Monday, wasn't it? Freedom Day. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, Did you enjoy your Freedom Days? I wasn't in the country.
5: <laughs> you were in lockdown yeah, yeah, yeah. Wales, weren't you? Um, it's Monday. I can't remember. Monday. Monday, Monday. Yes. <laughs> I was at work. So, you know, no change for me. <laughs> no. It was fucking scorchingly hot with some poor air conditioning. Although not as bad as some of the other places I've been in, which I, w- I was once in a, uh, thank God I'm not there anymore, a surgery where the extension was made of tin mm-hmm. and it had a tiny window and it was freezing cold in winter and I <laughs> was. Freezing cold. And being, I was literally being cooked in summer as soon as it got over 20 degrees wow. Celsius. Awful place. But there we go, you know.
1: Okay. Did you enjoy Freedom Day, Ben? Did you do anything? Just celebrate? Have a barbecue? I don't
4: think I did. I think um, this whole couple of years has kind of just passed me by. <laughs> <laughs> Is
5: it like the middle age theory? What was Jack saying? It, didn't, just, it never happened. Oh, yeah, the dark yeah, ages. Absolutely, dark, yeah. 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 It just, well, just, no, it's just middle no, age phantom time <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
5: <coughs> passed you by um, I mean the other thing as well is that I, 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 do, I just don't want to download the app so oh, yeah. I Sorry know someone
1: that. who has deleted the app because stop being pinged? Oh, pinged are they sat
4: in this room
6: no I didn't download <laughs> that fucking stupid thing from day one god
1: no, no. I don't have the app. I never will. Uh, but I know someone who had to delete it because they were pinged and told twice, to like for five days. Right. So they just deleted it. <laughs> Apparently, like, if you're in a car in traffic, someone in the next car with the windows up can
5: ping you. Well, yeah, it's just on distance. It's on Bluetooth, it? Yeah. isn't it? Just distance, I guess. Yeah, what a fucking stupid idea.
4: Alan Davis was on The One Show this week, okay. and he said that he had... Um, turned his phone to uh, airplane mode all the time, just because, just to s- stop getting pinged. Well, what's and the point of having a phone. No. B- well, I mm-hmm. thought that was quite a bold statement. To say on, you know, primetime yeah, television. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if he's been cancelled yet.
5: Mm, well, have you, have you have we got uh, Savage coming up?
4: No. Savage Savage. He was he was almost cancelled,
5: wasn't he, for saying we need to stop cowering from this virus and. Uh, what did he, he said? Something on the lines. I read his tweet, and it was something on the lines of, um, "I've had the COVID vaccination, I had the virus, and recovered within a week. Um, it's time to stop cowering from this um, virus and go back to our usual lives, or something." And he's been shouted down, hasn't he? Well, yeah,
4: you got to say at some point. Uh, yes, yes, a lot of people have died, and that's very sad. Mm. Um, but at some point. You do have to move on. Whether that point is now or 10 years in the future, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is.
1: Yeah, the problem is, is that people don't want to recognize that the decisions we're taking aren't consequence free.
4: Uh oh. Black helicopter's here. Black helicopter. <laughs> He's, He's 182 episodes <laughs> late. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, what were we going to say? It sounded like you were going to make a real point then. It's gone <laughs> people people don't want to accept that
1: well that the course of action we've taken as is having massive negative consequences yeah economically public health
5: yeah reasons there's a massive article on the bbc today which i read about um um the cost you know 372 billion um 99.7 of gdp is is the national debt now something like 2.2 trillion pounds which is you know just nonsense anyway yeah. but we're paying I think they said in June alone we paid 8.7 billion so I particularly for me when I was made redundant from my job it was a government thing and like the, the, all the stuff then was about um well we need to save money we you know we're spending all this stuff and we don't have any uh, money <laughs> no magic money tree Oh, yeah. Um, That was like 10 years ago, 2010, 2011, when he started making all those serious cuts so we could get, we weren't paying this 8 billion, you know, billions a month in interest.
4: Austerity.
5: Yeah. So that's changed. But I assume that will be coming back.
4: Of course it will, forever.
1: Fair law, I think, is running at 432 million a day. A day? Yeah. It's just like. But you know, the argument is you can't put price on a human life. It doesn't matter what we have to spend; it's about saving lives. My argument is is that what we're doing is bad for people's health. Well, the other thing
5: is, as
4: well, is that we always did. The government put did prices what? on people's lives every day. Look, yeah, look at yeah, the nice decisions. That's what I mean. Yeah, drugs.
5: the nice the, the NHS thing, when what you can and can't get, what's mm. deemed like the thing that I've, not I've but I've become in said. Uh, um, you know, in terms of uh, making a decision about... I, mean, I can't remember what the term is. Cost-benefit analysis. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, all these people... It's horrible to say, but all these people are... are, are um, the, or the average age, the median age of someone who dies from COVID is above um, the average lifespan. Mm. Which is, you know, horrible and all the rest of it, but... You're going to die a summer. Yeah, and... If that was taken through the same cost-benefit analysis, they wouldn't be treated, would they? They wouldn't get the medicine. You wouldn't be locking down
1: because we're going to have tens of thousands of cancer deaths that were preventable. Mm. And these won't be people who are 82. These are people who will be 30, 40, 50. People who are decades of life ahead of them. Mm. Yeah. And um, tax, decades of tax pay. Oh, yeah. I I'm still standing by my by my original thesis that this is gonna be the biggest public health on goal in our history and we're gonna be paying for it in health terms and economic terms for decades.
5: Yeah, this is the other thing is was um I took my my youngest son for his uh his hearing test oh. well his like his ear thing um this week which was something that was <laughs> <laughs> we uh, sent the form in in january so it's a six month wait for that initial one and he said he has got something so they're gonna and now he has to go for a hearing test and the hearing test is in another six months basically DL. but you know thankfully for him it's not you know it's not life or death no um and it might resolve itself within that time <laughs> naturally <coughs> but, there was a Sorry, go on. No, but you know, it's you know, for other people who are having to have massive waits for more serious things, or longer waits for more serious things, then it's uh, there's a human cost to that. Yeah, yeah, hip replacements, knee replacements, whatnot. There was a
1: story in our local paper this week about the uh, the 19 year old kid who's halfway through getting braces. <laughs> so did you see it? He had his he had his Very top top set done of braces. They're fitted. But before they can put the bottom set in, he has to have two extractions from his jaw, two teeth out. Mm
5: -hmm.
1: His appointment is February
5: 2023. (laughs) That was me. I had to have have four molars taken out. Two at the top, two at the bottom. A
1: tiny mouth. I think uh, more and more people are going to be getting, those with the means are going to be getting private health insurance. Me for one. Yeah. And unfortunately, well, yeah, that's great for us, Ben, because, you know, we're able to do that. But who's getting
4: fucked? Yes, other people.
1: Yeah, we, we're already getting fucked, and now they're going to get yeah. fucked harder with a health system that isn't fit for purpose anymore mm. because we've trashed it ourselves.
4: Can't they pull themselves up by their bootstraps? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't me. that a was that was that a Boris Johnson thing or a, or a Theresa May thing? Probably. Don't remember. <laughs> a, a conservative it, thing. Anyway. Yeah.
5: Well, it is true, isn't it? But you know, it is because people at the bottom will always fare the worst, won't they? All these kinds of things. This has been the single biggest
1: redistribution of wealth in history, but it's gone up again to billionaires.
5: Yeah, how, mu- how uh, much? How richer? How much richer has uh, Bezos got over this last eighteen months? I don't know. he's well, become the richest person as, as, te- did, as Amazon did it. Oh. He got a divorce though, didn't he? That cost him a, a bit. Um but I thought um did he not become the richest company in the in the world? Did he not overtake Apple? I think briefly, yeah.
4: And he was he is the richest man, isn't he? Or person? Yeah, currently I think so, yeah. Yeah. Rich enough to have fucking
1: cot rockets for <laughs> yeah. a jolly.
4: Yeah. You know. Is our lad allowed to be called an astronaut? No. Nope. Ah, Elon's
1: Elon's doing it properly, isn't he? Well, it's, yeah. it's taking them up further, higher, uh, for four days. Four days? Yeah, they're going to be actually proper astronauts by well, the time. SpaceX
4: yeah. is a proper operation.
5: What's well, Blue Origin? Is it called Blue Origin? It's Amazon, yeah. yeah I thought Amazon. they were. Launch, I thought they launched satellites and stuff, didn't they? I
4: don't know. don't think so. I it thought they did. This.
5: Well, I thought that's what they were aiming towards. Sorry. It's a
4: folly, like a... Victorian folly <laughs> is it really is it
5: just is it just like, just the, virgin, virgin yeah, like the Virgin one
4: he's
1: yeah. just so much money you what can are you l- do, do whatever he wants
5: yeah. I mean the other thing as well is like he's 250 250 thousand dollar tickets aren't they? to get on
4: he probably thinks that's a drop in the ocean for but for
5: him but this is mates. I mean who has this is I suppose this is a vi- these people um, Richard Branson mainly it's the you know thinking that this is a viable business, two hundred and fifty thousand dollar ticket. So it just says, doesn't it, you know, the the distribution of
4: wealth and how many people can afford that. You go every week. There's, there's no people value. Will do it every week. Well, no, that's the thing, isn't it? No. There's there's scientific value to having a space station. There's no there's no value to society in sending some rich lads up sixty miles in the air. Well, they would say, minutes. lads, lads, lads. Yeah. <laughs> but
5: the thing is, is it's. It, 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 be up next. It, this is the whole thing about private companies, isn't it? Versus states doing space exploration, isn't it? Mm. they, they make do it cheaper and faster, don't they? Actually? Yeah. If you look at like SpaceX, well, it started twenty years ago, did it? Probably, yeah. They've they've built up quite a lot. So you know that's quite an achievement, isn't it? Over twenty years to do that.
4: Already better than NASA. Yeah,
5: and I suppose is it not the moon next for them or is it
4: Mars next for well, them? Well, yeah, I mean, if, if Elon goes to the moon or Mars, how long will it be before people say that was done on a soundstage? Or will it be more difficult to make that argument? I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I love that shit. I, I watch SpaceX launches whenever they're they happening, whenever I can. I think it's great. It is weird, isn't it, watching them land again, the, yeah. the rockets? It's amazing. It's just th- that even if they just went like, yeah, across the Atlantic and landed, In fact, I don't know why they don't do that. They, that's that's his passenger business. That's the boring company, isn't it? Ah, right, yeah. Auto erotica. You go Anyone? up to orbit and then um, wait for the wait for the earth to rotate. <laughs> yeah, <And> then land. <laughs> rotate. It's, <flat. laughs> it's a bubble. For fuck's sake. We live in a bubble. Like a final like you know, yeah. record. No. Getting
5: <laughs> no. getting past the firmament. No And nobody's been to Antarctica.
1: No. Anyway, uh, we sort of digressed a bit from COVID oh, news. No. Phil's rubbing his oh, yeah, belly. It yeah, it was, I'm yeah. rubbing uh, Harley Quinn's minge. Oh, no. Why
5: do you have to use
1: that word? She's minge? Like, she's enjoying it. <laughs> what would you prefer? Uh, flower. Camel. <laughs> <laughs> Moose knuckle. No, flower. Okay, flower. Rubbing a flower. flower. Hey, foo-foo. Yeah, Professor Tim Spector, founder of the Zoe app. Not, the crazy hair. not related to Phil Spector, <laughs> no. <laughs> Professor
4: Tim, the COVID symptom tracker app he right. founded. Okay. Is that the NHS one or some new one? Oh, no, Zoe, Zoe. Zoe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Zoe, yeah. it uh, was on Spectator TV, Spectator Magazine's YouTube channel. Uh, asking about how the government gets out of this sort of mess that it's in, and uh, I think I'm with him on
2: this.
7: They need to realise that people need their education. You
2: can't treat them
7: uh,
2: <laughs> like sheep all the
1: time. And I think, like, sh- they stop treating people like sheep. I think that's good.
4: Right? Okay. Yeah, uh, the stronger opposition would uh, probably sort them out.
1: There's rumours that yeah. Labour will vote against vaccine passports. Nonsense. Oh, there is. Nonsense. Um, it just It's irrelevant because oh, under yeah, the COVID regs, they can uh, just use a statutory instrument. They don't need parliamentary the approval wars. to introduce COVID, regulate, uh, COVID vaccine passports. Just like the wars. The yeah. emergency powers expire, I think, in October. Right. Okay. So uh, they can implement them in September, like they suggested, and then... Uh, The vote in parliament, I presume, will be to extend the COVID powers for another six months. Through a winter wave. Yeah, it's nonsense. Anyway, I've got a nice clip here from Barclay Crawford. Nice. Barclay Crawford is the editor of the Daily Mail in Australia.
0: Right.
1: And uh, a Zoom conference call he was on was captured and leaked. And uh, he was discussing to his team of journalists, people who work on the paper, how to respond to anti-vax stories? I think it's
3: informative. We've been speaking in these conferences about about anti-vaxers and and how it's extraordinary how many um, uh, intelligent, um, uh, otherwise well-educated people are 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 spreading this this disease really out there in the community. So, just important we keep on top of it. Just remember with your stories to always. If we're doing something that that is, give, is airing um, anti-vax views, make sure we're all, also dismissing them in, in the story. Is that the right way to put it? Dismissing them. Make sure your stories are um, rubbishing their ridiculous claims.
4: <laughs> Isn't the word he's looking for balance? We, we'd like some balance, but he's he's just gone for rubbish them and dismiss their views. Yep.
5: Wow. Media is powerful. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, everything. This is like the conspiracy thing, it's just everything's ridiculed, isn't it? it? Brings me right back to oh, well, so yeah, gain yeah, like, of function being ridiculed on the BBC. And now it's being anything that's against the orthodoxy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, until yeah. it's found
1: to be true. You know, like vaccine passports was a you know, fucking conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember when Mallon was on the podcast? And I asked him about vaccine passports. I do. He was like, "Uh, nah, it won't happen over here. They did it in Israel and then they abandoned it because, you know. Mm. And that shows how unpredictable, how uh, fluid the situation is. Because Malin is a hugely well-read, finger-on-the-pulse, sensible guy. Yeah. I trust his opinion. As a, as a, you know, a, a yeah. source of information. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he dismissed it. Won't happen. I, I'm not convinced that it'll happen yet either. I think it, there's a good chance that it is just pure coercion to uh, convince young people who don't want the vaccine to get it. Mm. Um, it could just be that. But I will not rule it out. No way. No, I can, still, I can soon see it happening. Uh, anyway... Nadim Zahawi, the vaccine minister, Mm -hmm. undersecretary responsible for the rollout of the vaccine programme, was uh, up in Parliament today. Uh, Not today, this week, talking about. um, As if they'd be in over the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. This is an interesting clip. Speaking to the House. grateful for the Honourable Member's
2: question, Mr Speaker. On the uh, Novavax trial participants, uh, they will have their uh, vaccine uh,
1: uh, pass uh, in, the, in the United Kingdom. Um, and of course, we're working with other countries to make sure that that uh, is recognised. Um, uh, but as far as
2: the UK is concerned, they will be considered as fully vaccinated, whether they've had the placebo or the vaccine.
4: Hmm, okay. <laughs>
5: has he not got that wrong? Yeah,
1: no, have you not heard about like this yeah. this clusterfuck that's happened? No. <laughs> Tens of thousands of people who got two jabs. Uh-huh. Um, it's not being recognised on their COVID passport NHS app. Why? Because apparently, um, you know, the NHS worker who updates the <laughs> record, <laughs> at some point they have to click save. And they weren't clicking
4: save. Oh, this is like the Excel thing all over again.
1: <laughs> yeah, so there's tens of thousands of people who've had two jabs and it's not registering. And uh, it also applies to the people who are in the clinical trials. So I think 40,000 people were in the Pfizer clinical trial in the UK. Not recognised on the NHS Shit. COVID app. So they're having to blanket it. So even if you've got the placebo, mm. I mean, there might be some element of blinding uh, that you have to do it blanketly to... But as far as I'm aware, um, the control groups were destroyed in the clinical trials, so we won't have any evidence for long-term safety data.
4: Participants
1: in the control group. Yes, they were destroyed. <laughs> yeah, they convinced them. As soon as uh, EUA was... Uh, what would you? What was it? EUA was not administered. As soon as EUA was granted... Uh, Pfizer approached everyone who got the placebo and said, uh, come on, get your jab now. Don't want any uh, problems further down the line. Yeah. Pesky control groups. Anything to muddy the water, really, so they can sell vaccines, maybe, allegedly. Anyway, I'll move on. Unless you've got anything to add no. to... Uh, People who took the placebo being granted vaccination status.
4: How many do we know numbers?
1: It'd be about twenty thousand, just in the trial. Right. Who are in the placebo group? So, assuming they split it half and half, twenty and twenty got the jab, and twenty got the. I uh,
5: don't make any difference. flu jab, in anyway. So.
1: Oh no, it was meningitis jab. I think wasn't it? They got. Jesus. No one got placebo, did they? In the UK, they right. got another vaccine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the South Africa arm. Maybe where they gave out placebo. But uh, not in not in the UK. I'm pretty sure our placebo trial participants got a meningitis vaccine.
5: Really?
4: Yeah, we we did it on the podcast. Yeah, we did. Months, okay. months and months ago. Okay, no. Oh well, at least they'll be allowed into nightclubs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got
1: asked by a stranger on holiday if I'd been uh, vaccinated.
4: Wow. That's that's Pretty invasive question. Why did he ask you that? We were just, just
1: struck up a conversation in the uh, arcade okay. on holiday. He was there in his mask. yeah, And uh, he was talking about stuff and like mm-hmm. how it was a bit shitty. I was giving him some tips on how to avoid the queues and okay. hacks for your holiday. Sort of, you know, so you don't spend your entire holiday in a queue trying to book evening entertainment or tables or swimming. Okay. And, uh... I think, yeah, I'm, I'm maybe because I wasn't wearing a mask or something, he said, you know, uh, and he, he brought up the jab and said, yeah, I've, I've had my two jabs." And he said, uh, have you had yours yet? I said, have you been circumcised?
4: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Did you, say you shouldn't ask medical questions.
1: No, I didn't say that because <laughs> he, he seemed like a nice bloke. A bit dim, a bit like 40-watt light bulb in there, in the dome. You can tell, can't you? If you speak to someone for five minutes, you can get sort of a general idea yeah. where they're at. He wasn't a retard, but he was sort of, you know, I didn't want to start an argument. I was on my holidays. So I just said, no, I've not had it. And he went, uh I think he asked me why. I said, well, I've, I've no comorbidities. I'm healthy and I'm under 40. I don't need it. He said, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same, but I, my grandma was 91 and I, I got it for her, really. Oh, okay. I said, yeah, all my grandparents are dead. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, my go-to answer is, have you been circumcised? <laughs> and if, if a woman asks me, I'll just say, when was your last smear test? Uh, um,
5: yeah. yeah, nobody's asked me. Fair enough. Nobody's asked me. Somebody if I'm going to get asked when I go on my holiday. Yeah. Maybe I just look like someone. Yeah, you do. you got day, a beard. Day, you <laughs> definitely do. <day, yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, um, off topic. but I, Yeah, I won't be wearing a mask though, so. No. no. So maybe that will, that will encourage people to ask questions.
1: I got challenged on the first day we arrived. We went into the mini mart. Right, okay. Just to pick up some milk and bread and stuff, because we got there at like four o'clock. And um, the missus went in to get the milk and bread and the mini-marts always have like a cheap toy section. Yeah. You get bows and arrows and Plastic. laser guns and knock off Chinese transforms and stuff. So I was, I was just there with the two kids and I the guy come up behind me and say, uh, is there any reason why you're not wearing a mask? I said, yes, I'm exempt. He went, uh, well, you really should be wearing your uh, exemption badge. <laughs> and I bought this exemption badge... Especially for my holiday, because I thought, because nice. we're going to be going in and out of venues, okay. I might get sick of telling people, and I might just have it in my wallet and just fuck off. Read that. So I pulled it out and said, yeah, well, it's here, actually. And went, oh, all right, okay. What, Shall uh, I wear a fucking yellow star as well, you cunt? <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, like saying, because you shouldn't even ask. Yeah, that's a bit. For a fucking card. But I mean, show I, I, you a it card. doesn't really... I mean, oh God. Yeah, do you ask disabled people to wear a disabled badge on the forehead? No, you don't.
5: I mean, it's a bit sort of... Because, you know, you could say that you're exempt and not be exempt. That's the thing, isn't it, I suppose? Of course you could, yeah. And you could have a card, even though... You, so it's just a pointless yeah, question. Yeah,
1: am, Amazon 299. It's like... Anyone can have one. They do stop you from
5: getting the virus, I believe. <laughs>
4: Only if you keep them in that plastic wallet. Yeah, you got to
5: keep them clean. Yeah. I've seen people wearing like Hannibal Lecter face guards. Yeah, clear face guards recently. Oh my god! Have you not seen them? No. Mainly Morrison's, are I live. Like fuck over there, you know that kind of. It's like this kind of shape. Is it like a face mask, but with a clear bit
1: so you can see the face?
5: Is that yeah, the, idea? Well, it's made of plastic, yeah. <laughs> Solid plastic. And it's cl- like perspex, you know, kind of, so it would shatter.
4: Those well, things so that footballers wear, or Phantom of the Opera. <laughs>
5: How do
6: you breathe?
5: Well, it's got, like, lines in it. Oh, no. Oh,
0: no. no.
6: It's got, like,
0: the Lector
5: <laughs> bars. And and no, can't, hang on a minute. I can't be right, Kenny. I'm, thinking, I'm just thinking of Hannibal Lecter now. It must just have... It was Yeah, it was clear plastic, so... That yeah, that doesn't even have the. I didn't even think of that at the time. That doesn't like even have so like a sandwich bag. Does it have a filter? Does it? Like you know, ostensibly. Does
1: it go over the nose as well? Yeah,
5: it was like this. Uh, they fucking suffocating like this, themselves. Uh, uh. Well, no, because it, it obviously. It's got hole, it's, in it. I'm trying to remember if it did have holes in. I might, I might just be making that up because it's, it's, uh, a, it's uh, been confused in my head with Hannibal Lecter.
4: That so mad. <laughs>
5: That's like the uh, lace people went through a phase of wearing lace ones didn't they Do you remember
4: Yeah it's just as effective man <laughs> Yeah I'm well I suppose you yeah. But you Over know the nose under the
1: nose <laughs> I've got a theory about face masks and I've not I don't know if it's you know the whole thing was about it'll stop droplets mm-hmm. and the virus is in droplets mm-hmm. and that the mask will catch some of these droplets on the inside of your mask Much now, like a moustache would Yeah the virus particles are seriously tiny, yeah. Like, seriously, much tinier than the droplet. Yeah, but well you get right. more than one per droplet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what happens when you breathe through a mask? It's like putting it through a sieve. I mean, Instead of having, say, a oh, thousand medium-sized droplets, you end up with a million yeah, yeah. smaller droplets with virus particles atomizing. In. Mm. Yeah. Does has anyone bothered to look into this yeah, before we, we mandated it? We,
5: we did it right at the beginning because it was it found that it reduced the what are they called the M fives? Is that what it's called the M- surgical N- ones? M ninety five is that what it is? M sixty four. So those ones were good, apparently, from this research. And then there was the cotton ones weren't very good, and then the um, you know, like the snoods, is it mm. the cl- yeah, yeah, are that are made of like, like someone like in here, someone yeah. here, I've seen wear. Um, I wear big western yeah. scarves, like <laughs> <laughs> a got to cover my beard? Um, that if it's made of like that weird soft material, neoprene. Oh, I don't know. You know no, it's just like a buff, plasticky. It? It's um, yeah, that did what you said. It split it into more <laughs> droplets, yeah. and it was it just didn't
4: stop anything. And it just made more droplets. There's Uh. no standard for mass either, so everyone's wearing fucking anything. Yeah, exactly. So you're right, they're going to be ineffective on a number of levels.
1: Well, there's only one uh, proper clinical trial that's been done since the start of the pandemic, and that was the the Danish one. Mm -hmm. And that showed... Um, no statistical significance in the effectiveness of wearing a mask for the wearer or people
5: around the wearer. But, but the other thing as well is... is people don't want to hear it. I know you're saying it doesn't even work, but then um, I suppose this. the reason I'm saying that is because this makes the next point pointless anyway. But the amount of people that don't just have them on, but like kind of just down here so the nose is out or just under the mouth... Or, you know, it just kind of falls down. And you just think, well, you know, wear a mask or don't wear a mask, personally. So if you're going to wear a mask, wear it properly. Well, originally, you had to carry around a little Tupperware container to put
4: yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah, a little bag yeah. or something. Oh, yeah, well, that I
5: wondered why my mum had one of those. How <laughs> oh, she's doing it properly. Is that what you're supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Otherwise,
1: Otherwise it's, it's
5: pointless. But, you know. Well, the other thing as well is, you know, um, <laughs> the amount of people I've seen with grubby... M ninety five. Like it. fucking you know, the brown fingerprints on them. Yeah. Yeah. And gra- the the, like the, 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 is masks. the elastic has
4: gone brown. It's gone around their ears. <laughs> that can't be healthy, just in general, breathing in all kinds of old spores and shit. But it is I mean, um
5: I'll you know, I've only just stopped wearing masks recently. And it's still even though it's not um like a government, you know, they're saying it's not illegal or whatever now to do it. Um, It's still weird going into a shop when 90% of people are wearing masks.
1: Yeah, it's been flipped from, you know, last summer when Mm -hmm. I was going to Aldi and it was 90% of people not wearing masks. Yeah. Now it's flipped. I went to the one stop uh, on our way home to get some milk when we got back off holiday and they had put a new sign on the door. Mm. something to the words of let's play it safe and let's keep oh, yeah, wearing yeah,
5: our masks
4: mask. yeah fuck off
5: um, yeah there's a place near me <laughs> s- says we encourage people to wear masks um, but I mean it, <laughs>
4: you encourage people to wear trousers <laughs>
5: <laughs> it depends on the place you know I've, I've seen a real mix of ages of people not wearing masks so it's not just young people that are not wearing masks i I being well I suppose it's the places I'm going to though but it's been mainly older people who are not wearing masks. Yeah, I would say. Anyway, we, uh, masks.
1: I want to get onto the YouTube circle jerk. That is Citizens TV.
4: Okay, what that? is that?
1: Uh, yeah, they They, they had a, a, a big round table. When the government uh, announced that it was going to go forward with the unlocking, mm-hmm. July the 17th, all these uh, activists went fucking nuts. And decided to have a uh, a roundtable Zoom com, com uh, collab to say how terrible an idea this was. Mm-hmm. Uh, chaired by uh, activist and occasional TV anthropologist Alex Roberts. TV anthropologist Alex Roberts, you might know. she got blonde, is it a woman? Yep, blonde hair, yep.
5: Yeah. yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. Uh, Susan Mickey was on there, obviously. Oh, um, the, the, whole, the whole Communist Party. The editor of the Lancet, whose name escapes me, but Ooh, who is, is Dave completely Lancet, completely captured. I mean, he got he got an award from the CCP a couple of years ago. Can't remember what it was for, but you know, I would not trust a fucking word that comes out of his mouth. Uh, and they also had Professor Trish Greenhall, professor of Pr- uh, primary care health sciences, sciences at University of Cambridge. And I think this might be the most Orwellian thing I've heard so far in the pandemic.
6: I suppose the other thing I wanted to throw in is this idea of the mask as a symbol of loss of freedom. Because actually, I think we should be thinking of masking as uh, a symbol of freedom. If I'm wearing a mask and everyone else is wearing a mask, then I'd be prepared to get on a train. I'd be prepared to go to a meeting in the office. Uh, I'd be prepared to go into a supermarket but if we're all unmasked,
2: we're actually less free because anybody who's vulnerable, anybody who's concerned
6: can't go into that shop. They can't go to a cinema. Um, and I think if we can turn upside down this link between masks and freedom... The other thing is the economic
1: benefits of
5: masking. I'm getting an idea. Yeah.
1: But if we're all unmasked, we're actually less
0: free.
5: Why are we less free?
1: Because she's a prisoner of her own fear. Is that like double think? Yeah, it's, or? still, it's Orwellian. Mm. It's, it's double think. It's newspeak. Who was that? Was that Mickey? No, it wasn't Mickey. Oh. It was uh, Trish Greenhall. And what a, is she? Professor of Primary Healthcare Sciences
4: at the University of Cambridge. Right, okay. Oh, I'm not sure she's correct.
1: No, me either. I thought it was pretty astounding.
5: yeah a bit, yeah, I mean, that's probably the way it's going to go, isn't it? Celebrate the mask. (laughs) You would think think so because that's the the obvious psychological way through it, isn't it? Is to sort of term it that way. Frame it that way. Depends how vulnerable you are to this, doesn't it? Mm. But the thing is, there's a lot of people scared, isn't there? Like I was saying, off air. I see people walking down the street with masks on. Which, you know, like, I imagine it, it's normally older... It's older men, for some reason, I've seen <laughs> wearing masks in the street. Like, walking down the street. And imagine saying to them two years ago, you'll be wearing a mask in two years' time. But anyway...
1: Yeah, it's going to take a while to unravel the social conditioning and the the nudge unit work and the uh, mm. be- behavioural insights team at number 10 and SAGE... Mm. Uh, it's going to take a while to wear off with people because they've done such a good job at propaganda, propagandising the population. But uh, it'll have to end sooner mm. or later.
4: It will. Hope we'll so.
1: Every time some creepy Uncle Joe. I think so. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, been let off the leash. Did a town hall meeting oh, this week. No. Jill's at the Olympics, isn't she, so got a house to himself. He's handler. <laughs> <laughs> He's handler's on the Olympics. Yeah. Okay. He's a job.
7: Listen to this embarrassing diatribe. Are you you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are you, are you okay? I mean, you seem. No, it works. Or you you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad, or or, or 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 the neighbor, or when you go oh, to oh, church, oh, or when. Oh. You're, you know, no, no, I, I I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were there's a man on the moon or whatever you know something, or you know whether those aliens are here or not, you know who are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it?
1: This is the guy with the nuclear codes.
4: No, he doesn't. It's (laughs) Kamala. I don't think any president has had nuclear codes since
7: (laughs) Kennedy. Maybe Kennedy, yeah.
5: He
1: is talking about uh, FDA uh, approval.
7: And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are, why can't the, the the experts say we know that this virus is in fact, uh, um, uh, it's going to be, uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah.
4: Four more years. No, Kamala 22. Uh, He can't make it to the end of this year, surely. I
1: mean, there's nothing there. (laughs) (laughs) He struggles with an auto-key when he just has to read a script, but, I mean, there is no... I mean, the decline has been pretty staggering, I think.
4: United States is in a holding pattern.
1: (laughs) Yeah, let's say... He's got some... He must be privy to some sort of scientific studies or information from, from the pharmaceutical companies that were not... Privy to, because he has uh, some interesting, and interesting information about people who are double vaccinated. And then this
6: transparent untruth. He was asked by a questioner, genuinely concerned, if you get
7: COVID, uh, having been vaccinated, can you get COVID? This is what he said: they're, they're, "You're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations." Uh, yeah. Yeah. How dangerous is this? this is going on in the world? You're not.
1: He just doesn't know what's going on, does he?
5: No.
2: I like at the theatre
5: and <laughs> I might need you to send me that. Right, what, what, this?
2: I like it, the theatre yeah. and
5: Why? Tell you later.
2: It's a miracle.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, shall we finish with something uh... light-hearted? Oh. oh fireworks on Good Morning Britain this week. Oh, God. Veteran journalist broadcaster John Simpson. Uh, if you right. Remember him from the Iraq wars? He yeah, was always yeah. in the field. Mm. Uh, yeah. Ab, he must be an author. Maybe he's written books, I think. He done, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, he appeared on uh, Good Morning, and Richard Maitley was back in the guest host seat. Oh, and uh, John Simpson told him exactly what he thought of him as uh, the nation was eating his breakfast.
4: You know what? You're a real wanker. Wow! Excellent. Why? Why did that happen?
6: I said to the uh, the guy who'd, who'd uh, uh, boom. Uh, fired the gun, or hadn't fired the gun. Um, do you know what? You're a real wanker. Oh, uh, sorry, my <laughs> <laughs> Swiss, uh, obviously. You're uh, also I in trouble now for saying that on breakfast
0: oh, television. Oh we won't oh give you a mock execution. You're okay, John. <laughs> you're okay. But
4: Context, yeah, it's <laughs> so, so important. It's have, he, has, have you told
5: Richard mainly to tone it down then? How dare you! <laughs> no idea.
1: Right. You still shouldn't say wanker on breakfast TV.
4: About jizz, you know. They're... What about? <laughs> I never sucked any ding dongs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That would probably pass though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not.
2: Grab his dick and twist it. Oh.
4: Yeah. The old wanker. Oh my Talking God. about that like, Japanese guy.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, you don't say Wanker on uh, on Good Morning Britain, do
6: you? Oh, shit.
4: Fuck. When's the de- best time of day to say Wanker on national television? Post watershed. Uh, yeah After, after the, nine. Is it nine o'clock
5: I still, the watershed? Yeah, so. no. But uh, Radio 4 has different broadcasts. Oh, standards. yeah. So there's like the shit and bitch and bloody. On that, like any time, yeah, I've if heard an
4: f bomb surely on, on the arches. Yeah, <laughs>
5: you fucking can. <laughs> um, <laughs> if it's deemed uh, Artistic. just yeah artistically appropriate, yeah.
4: Yeah. and why Happy not? Happy birthday, uh, huge anus. <laughs> <laughs> just
5: language. You can't just play that over and over again. I think Heck, you can. <laughs> I think anus is allowed, is it not? On daytime TV, I suppose it depends on the context calling someone oh, if it's is. someone's birthday <laughs> <laughs> you're calling someone a huge anus <laughs> <Hello>? huge anus <coughs> alright yeah wow I wonder if you could get in with a classic Simpsons Bart Mo um, IP freely or
4: I think people would have tried for decades with Maidly no I mean with uh, whatever his fucking name oh is. Faraz yeah, yeah. Mike Oxlong <laughs> Mike Oxlong, Oxlong yeah
5: <laughs> That was GB, News, Yeah, I know, but we all know about that, don't we
4: Well, he's got his show, hasn't he, now, Farage
5: he's He was on, on RT, wasn't Trinidad he?
2: Team.
5: Was he on RT? Yeah, Farage, he was on RT better
4: production I
2: can't have children with a whore That's why <sighs> you're
1: Oh, <incorrect>. oh <laughs> I forgot, uh, I've got presents for you Oh, I was hoping oh, it was his oh, goblet right. here no, that was my present. Present for me. Would you like to describe the goblet? Um, it looks
4: awful. It's upside down.
5: Yeah. <laughs> oh. You think oh, it's you think man. oh no, it's it's, <laughs> it's wet. Shedding. Did you make it? It's uh you haven't put that in the dishwasher, have you here? Eh? No. Hand was like, wash. Oh no. Um is this what you ejaculate into now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's a it's a goblet Do you Grab think his
0: dick and twist it. you think
5: you think probably it should be made of metal but it's it's made of cheap plastic and glitter and it has different colored dragons on Are these representative of anything or just what the, the whales the Welsh dragon? Well, that's obviously the Welsh dragon, the red, the red one. one. What about the jewels in the stem? Sorry, yeah, there's um plastic beads <laughs> <laughs> in the stem. I mean, it's £12 he paid for this. Oh, mate. There is some metal inside. You know, I, I probably wouldn't drink out of it. It's probably yeah, it's I bet there was weeks. a disclaimer on it saying not to be... It does say, yeah. What does it say? For decorative use only. <laughs> and someone has had liquid in it.
7: Oh,
1: God. It's like
4: a... Uh, like some, a Templar relic, I would yeah, say. Yeah, there's some, like, poorly moulded Celtic knots <laughs>
1: I have a present for you each. Okay. Pick a hand. Um,
5: I want this one.
4: Has this dragon got oh. boobs? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Look. Been crabbing in pew Nice. Nice. That, that one's yours. Thanks is, very much. It's damp.
4: Oh, cheers. It's been in his hand.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, it's been in my hand. Don't get excited. Oh cheers, mate.
5: I well, do uh, well, thank you because we need more high quality magnets on our fridge. You do because um oh, okay. none, of his, nope. none of his none of his none none of the artwork is staying on anymore it's getting and, blown and, off
1: and as a bonus you can test people who've been vaccinated see if they're magnetic oh
0: yeah oh <laughs> uh, yeah uh,
3: i think you're hitting hitting the point Phil, that uh,
5: think, uh, this one i think it's hand painted uh, yeah, I, uh, it wouldn't surprise me. By a slave in China.
4: <laughs> this, uh, your you has got tits, there, mate.
5: That's fine. Maybe it's a female. Mm-hmm. They have to, you know. You don't have to sexualise breasts, Ben.
4: All the oh. time. <laughs> it feels he <somebody> sexualised, them. No, <laughs> uh, no, you did.
2: Just shut up and have a vegan sausage roll. <laughs>
5: oh I was in Greg's the other day yeah and were you tempted no there was a a a woman before before us in the queue she said can I have five vegan sausage rolls fuck off and uh, the woman said no you can't fuck off no there's none ready so I got some real sausage rolls she was stood next to me waiting for did she say say
7: this is such a crock of feces
5: (laughs) no Was she stuck? Well, the thing
1: is, what do you do? You're caught between the devil and a rock and a hard place. Well, she could
5: just. Well, no, because she could have just had some real sausage rolls. Yeah, do it. Do Do it. It
4: (laughs) (laughs) timed all right, didn't it? I wonder how many times the following scenarios happen. Someone is questioned. Has requested vegan sausage rolls. And has been given a real one. Yes. And a... Ooh, that uh, was a good sausage roll. do well <laughs> has given <laughs> full meat sausage rolls. Or oils. you just forget. Do they look the same?
5: I've been coming to terms with the fact that I am...
4: Fucking f- vegan. Has this sausage roll been within 60 yards of a meat product? I bet they have to be yes. cooked in a different oven, don't they? I wonder I Bet it's cooked it's in, in, the county, the <laughs> in the oven. In a different
5: county, mate. In the cheese <laughs> oh, and onion God. pasty. <laughs> oven don't they
1: yes because that will be vegan
5: mm. no cheese and onions not is it cheese and oh cheese yeah the, in the onion pasty <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the potato and onion pasty no, the, um, the, the and that's carrot. quite nice actually so you know put onion. carrots in as
4: well I imagine the carrot was my penis
5: oh my god that's a classic yeah it's a classic. Um, I imagine they might eat them with spoons Mmm, nom nom.
4: Nom
5: nom. That's really for my warm spoon. but <laughs> uh-uh. come on, I need to go now.
1: Yeah, it's time to go, okay. put your muzzle on. Put on your fucking muzzle if you go to the shop. <laughs> not
4: any longer. bit aggressive. No, man. you don't have to wear one now. For long. No. Right, what's next week? 193? Yes. Excellent. We have a we have what a we a have a guest. Oh I'm not here, shit. <laughs> A good one as well. Yeah, m- yeah. Who is it guy. Mushroom guy. Is it
5: conspiracy, Kyle? It is. He lay, he my sons at play playdate. Kyle. Come on, man. It's Kyle, host of conspiracy in the force. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Star he. Yep. Good.
1: Everything's okay. Situation normal.
0: Yeah. Mm. I know.
2: Do it.
4: What have I done? <laughs> Okay then, we'll see you next week. Yes, yeah. thanks for uh thanks for having us. Yep. In your ears. Wakanda forever. Hey Chevalon. Black Hawk down
1: <laughs> Epstein didn't uh McAfee <laughs> himself. Yeah.
3: You you are yeah. extremely cool, guys.